Oh, is this your first time in Troll Skull? Let me tell you one of my favorite stories. And oh. welcome to D4, where I, Dustin... And I, Devin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons. And Dragons. Cool. Session 146. Yeah. That's so no. many. So <laughs> That's many. crazy. But, from one dad to all the others, we at D4 want to wish you all a blessed Father's Day. To all the current fathers, both new and old, fathers awaiting to see their newborns, fathers of fur babies, stepfathers, and anyone and everyone in between. Thank you so much for everything you do. We hope you have had a wonderful weekend, and thanks for watching and spending your time with us here. We at D4 also want to take a moment to commemorate Juneteenth as uh, the day, June 19th, 1865, when the Emancipation Proclamation finally reached throughout all of the former Confederate states for all black slaves to be freed. Today is finally a federal holiday since last year, so let's keep that going. And uh, <laughs> as we, and we hope we all hold ourselves to be kind, understanding, inclusive with all those around us, uh, because despite how far we've come, we still have a long way to go. And uh, let's uh, hear from our sponsors before we get going, and uh, we'll start with Abel uh, Beal and Grimm. Did you forget? To uh, get your dad a Father's Day gift? I did, I did. Did you? <laughs> did you? Mm. Mm -hmm. It's I a shame. That. But no problem, because Beetle and Grimm has a large assortment of premium box editions, oh. medallions, badges, jewelry, plushies, journals, apparel, and more. My dad loves plushies. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> this dad does. <laughs> <laughs> but they have anything and everything your nerdy dad would love to have added to his collection, so go to beetleandgrimms.com today to make sure you didn't oopsies. <laughs> hey. How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you there. Wondered how you've been doing this week. Because, you know, I think about you when you're not here. I sit in this room day and night. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like your chicken nuggets, so what's your point? Um, it's fine. But I want to I want to talk to you about something that's very important, and that is that this is Pride Month. This is a month where we embrace everybody, and we point out the importance of embracing everybody uh, from any walk of life in the LGBT community. We see you, we celebrate you, and Die Hard Dice is also celebrating Pride this month. They have some amazing items that uh, they've got in their shop. They have these dire D20s that are Pride Pride, and they are colored with the different flags, and there is non-binary pride, asexual pride, lesbian pride, bisexual pride, transgender pride, and the Pobody's Nerfict Rainbow Horizon Dire D20. Pobody's mm -hmm. <laughs> Nerfict. <laughs> yes, their, uh, their regular Pride D20 had some slight color variations this time, so they have <laughs> renamed it, but that is the, the Pride Rainbow uh, D20 for this year. They've also got stickers and a whole bunch of other stuff. So oh, those are cute stickers. Aren't they cute? They're they've adorable. got the flags, but this is my favorite. Go, go the to gay, their site, check out the Go stickers. to their site, because so they've cute. got the gender fluid critter and oh. the gay critter. 
They are ridiculously cute. And I'm not going to tell you what they are. You have to go. And while you're there, use discount code D4BFGS to get 10% off your order and help support us. And when you do that, tell them that uh, Katie says, or Goblin, says hello to Dinosaurus Rex. Dianosaurus Rex. There you go. There, there we go. go. I'll get there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dieharddice.com. And follow him on Twitter. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're all doing Raya level energy ad reads today. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, currently on uh, DD Beyond, uh, there is a very cool new uh, Best Magic Items for Paladins article that you can check out that That's I personally good. love. Uh, you can snag it on the D&D Beyond Marketplace, uh, any of these items, or if you have a friend with that sweet, sweet Master Tier subscription, make them share it with you. Uh, some of these items include the Amulet of the Devout, Corpse Slayer, Holy Avenger, Mace of Disruption, Ring of Resistance, Sunblade. There's a whole bunch. Also, make sure that you check with your DM. Don't just be like, well, mm -hmm. uh, that weird dwarf girl on D4 said <gasps> I can have Sunblade. I did not. <laughs> okay. Level also, one with a sunblade. <laughs> also, if you forgot to get your dad a gift, you can also enter hashtag beyond into the chat to try and win the players bundle and get him all the books that he needs to be a great dungeon master like you know he is. I too am going to No, of course I'm not Behold Evan Kevin arrives again! Elden Kevin's power is too strong for ray energy! Okay, don't hurt me though. Listen to me! You must want a fantastic little miniature for your table. Well, Elden Kevin has just the thing for you. Yes, last week I was Cyber Kevin, but this time I'm Elden Kevin. I'm using my Eldritch powers to make more cyber miniatures! How does that make sense? It doesn't matter! My mother's not here to tell me I can't! And if you want to make your father happy, as I have by making my magic energy uh, take out the trash more often this week, then you should check out El Eldritch Foundry to make your own miniature. Put hashtag Eldritch in the chat for your chance to win your own miniature which for in whatever genre you want. Ooh, that's Elden Kevin's power in, 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 in your face. Or perhaps you want to use a D4 D&D to get 15% off if you don't win. You still win by getting that 15% off. Everyone's a winner with Elden Kevin's incredible magical powers that sometimes a cyberpunk. Oh, check out Elden Foundry now. Follow their Twitter and do everything you need to do to get your own Elden Foundry miniature for the best miniatures for your table. Uh, I almost ran out of air there. Kevin, come take out the trash. <laughs> That was incredible. Elton Kevin. He did that in one breath. Wait. <laughs> I'm okay! Revivify! <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that anyone ever expects me to follow after Elden Kevin is honestly just ridiculous. <laughs> so, here's the deal. Battle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. The code is here. The code is now. And you want to know who wants this code? Your dad. <laughs> Your dad. He wants it real bad for Father's Day. So get him his free loot with our code. Help, help a dad out. Right below me. It's below me. It's like Karen Gordon Pick. <laughs> I think it's how you would pronounce it. I think how you would pronounce the code. I don't know. Ask your dad. He's probably more well-versed. Karen Gordon Pick. Karen Gordon Pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a word. That's a that's a word. Ask your dad. <laughs> Hashtag ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? Cause it's Pride Month, and it's Father's Day. 
So, hey, Daddy. <laughs> How are you? <coughs> you doing well? I'm fine, thanks. I watched everyone crush their souls when I said Daddy. <laughs> I love that word because people hate it. It's like panty. It's a scary word. But, Daddy, I'm here to tell you about our Pride merch. <laughs> All this month, Daddy. <laughs> We're doing 10% off on all our Pride merch. And it's something you don't even have to type in. It just does it automatically at checkout with all your Pride stuff. It's beautiful, Daddy. <laughs> and we have a wonderful plethora of new options, beautiful new shirts like this. Wow, look at my Ooh. chest, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. And then this beautiful chest. Ooh, Daddy! <laughs> Thank you. And you can, those are all available, Daddy, at d4dndrpg.com. D-A-D-D-Y. I'm just kidding. That last part, those last four, five letters? I can't spell. Daddy? Five. Five letters? Aren't a part of the website. It's d4dndrpg.com. I love you, Daddy. Goodbye. Daddy letters would be And without further a daddy. <laughs> Let us immerse ourselves. Just, just go to, just go to, go to. Last time, on Disgorging Destruction and a Devoted <laughs> Dragonborn, V metamorphosized out of the Feywild from a rabbit into herself once again, and back to her original height after the lingering effects of Limbo. So, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Vajra and some of her friends show up to the spirits of Trollskull. The posse included Renair, Elra, the appointed heir of Blackstaff, Maloon Wardragon, Mert the Moneylender, Valatham Gadam and Senior Grey Kaisevex. Vajra greets and mingles with a large crowd and that has gathered to get a chance to see the Blackstaff outside of the tower. Mert makes fast friends with Karina as Renair and Elra talk quietly to themselves. 
Volo tries to sell book signings in the corner, while Maloon tells the story of how he earned a Zert Edge and a Catman in the Pelumcomp's woods. When Vajra returns, Venli shrouds the booth with misty curtains of a private sanctum, and Kaiservex creates a bounty of food with a heroic feast. It's delicious. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> it's so useful. Thank you. So helpful. I need uh. y'all to know I ate mozzarella sticks three times since that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Renair then finally speaks up about his journey up to Neverwinter, where he learned his father, Degult Neverember, mm. had lost his memory of the stone and why he hoarded the gold and created the convoluted labyrinth of keys. But he would only—he knew that he would only do so if he knew it was important. Allegedly. Allegedly. Everybody across the board was like, if you want to believe Degult. Mm-hmm. Something that could be tied to a cataclysmic event. You know, is why he, he said he did it. Elra speaks up on the stone and mentions that she heard whispers of a secret society that worked in the underdark of Neverwinter and reached as far as the Sea of Stars that were said to be linked to Aboliths. Kaiser Vex interjects and speaks of joining uh, both Elra and Renair on a mission to an old keep just outside of Neverwinter called Helm's Hold. It was said to be a safe haven and refuge, uh, refuge for those driven mad by the blue fire of the spell plague, but instead ended up being experimented on and studied by a hag disguised as a succubus. They did find a nearly destroyed piece of paper mentioning something called the Hex Locus, something tied to the spell fire, but no other information could be obtained. Renair then mentioned he was given a crystal shard from his father that could somehow also be linked something his father was saving but couldn't remember why. The crystal that now wrapped around the blade of his rapier mirrored the quartz crystal embedded in Vinley's armor as the, they both harmonized arcanely externally and within the minds of their wielders as they both attracted and repelled one another with a thousand voices yearning to be reunited. With all the information laid out, Vajra speaks plainly and says that the Stone of Golor should be destroyed. Mert leaves at this note, and Renair speaks with V alone before things get too complicated. <laughs> However, with a misread on his insight, he asks V to express her feelings at the same time as him leading to a very awkward moment of unreciprocated love and a time to part ways romantically. So awkward. <laughs> After Renair leaves the party, after Renair leaves, the party then debates with Seisha the benefits and drawbacks of the stone before she finally wrestles against the stone itself as she concedes in the decision to destroy it. After a high-level identify, Vajra learns the secret to its destruction, creates a demiplane to keep Waterdeep safe from any <laughs> contingencies to its destruction, and casts antipathy. The stone then surprisingly erupts into an ocean of water that fills the demiplane as a powerful aboleth was released. After a harrowing battle that cost Vajra her mind and Seisha her life, Golor was destroyed, and with it, Seisha's keen mind and access to forgotten knowledge. <laughs> Kaiser Vex, with a prayer to Bahamut, revivified Seisha just before she encountered the lich-like deiform. Mercule waiting on the edge of the River of Souls. Vajra expresses her concern and thanks them for a lovely evening outside of the tower. You're so welcome. But soon departs with Kaiser Vex back to prepare for what 
dark machinations may await the City of Splendors. But now the day is gone, the stars begin to fill the sky as a half-moon rises over the quieting city. It has been a long day fighting aberrations. There are no certainties of awaits that awaits you tomorrow, as the weight of the world once again rests on your shoulders. And that is where we pick up tonight's episode. You all have some time to talk before resting if you would so like to, but not much else. The evening is yours. So we're sitting in the common room, I'm assuming? Yes, yeah. you had just come out of the demiplane. Vajra and uh, Kaiser Vex just teleported out, right. and you were left sitting in the common room. The common room. That awkward post-battle silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, Sasha saw like a death god or something. Yeah, we're all just sitting there. And... I was probably going to head to go get another bottle and check to see if Fala has arrived yet. I don't think we finished the other bottle we have. We can probably just... We're going to. You're welcome to. I will. And I will need another. Okay. Can we, can we talk before we do drinking, though? Of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're okay. I was pretty fucking scared back there. I thought that was it. Um, technically, it sort of was. I've been there. Not the best. Is this your second, first time dying? First. Dying's a regular thing around here. Yeah. That's adventuring. And you can always come back? No. Not always. But a lot of times. You can. You know, with the right spells and stuff. If I can get to you within a minute, I can bring you back. And then other times we have to pay a lot of money and hold a lot of hands and <laughs> throw things. Yeah. It's, it's a whole complicated process, and everybody does it differently. Hmm. Callum, talk about our feelings. Calum a nice guy, though. When you do die. Mark Jewel didn't seem like he was. Well, I mean, That's to be fair, it's kind of ironic that he's dead and stuck there doing the dead thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you too, huh? I well, think I'd be a downer, too, if I were him. Yeah. I don't They're know. the dead three. They're supposed to already be dead. I don't know that he was supposed to be there. When I saw him, he turned around and started heading for me. He was reaching towards me when you woke I up. came back. That was the same thing that happened to me when the ball cleric killed me. I like to think he was just reaching out to shake your hand. I didn't get that impression. You're probably right. Hey, that means I've met seven gods at that point. If, and you've met five. Two of them were the same. Oh. Um, I hate to be another downer on top of everything you just went through, but um, this, uh, this whole new thing you're into um, seems real serious. I, I don't know anybody else who um, stabbed a guy who was tied down or cut out people's eyes and tongues. Yeah, I, that's, that's 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 like well, I knew Voss. That's that's kind of a new. Is this the direction you're like heading? Should I just like get used to this sort of thing? Is that, or is there like uh, some input we can have there? Because, uh, boy, that's heavy. I was also concerned of that. It really concerned me that. How, ba- how badly you wanted to keep the stone. 
The stone was a useful tool. It was a useful tool, a very evil, manipulative, bad tool. 13 abs. It has too many eyes. Again, the eyeball rule. More than two, I'm not crazy about. But you, obviously you're... I cover Savard's ears. I just want to... I mean, I want your input on things. I'm not... This isn't a trash Seisha moment. This is a... I need to know where we stand because clearly I feel like I'm getting to be one of the softest members of the group and that's weird. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I killed my mother. No. No. You You didn't. I did. You did not. I knew. I knew what they were going to do. Yeah. And would you have rather have killed a child? No. She wouldn't have died. Here's the thing. We would have had years to fix her from the hag's curse. Years. And not only did I kill my mother, I gave them a god. I'm in a lot of pain right now. I know. And there is one person I know who could survive pain like this. So yes, I'm taking a page out of his book. I don't think surviving that way is a good way. Like maybe I don't have a whole lot of room to talk because I lost everything and I got immediately put into a world where I couldn't process any of that and now I can and you're not going through it well at all either. This is how I'm going through it. This is no way to go through it. Just because my pain got suppressed for a week so I didn't have weird, creepy fucking city jumping at me doesn't mean that the alternative to that is brutally slaying people. You're going to have to process it, and you're going to have to process it in a way without dealing out pain to other people. I do not owe you a timetable for my grief. You don't owe me a timetable. You don't owe me shit. But other people also don't deserve to become the vessel for your pain. There shall be no mercy for the wicked. And who judges who is wicked? You? Yes. You're qualified. Yes. I can't with you. I just, no, 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 guys, guys, let's not get straight into the, we're not making ultimatums here. I'm just, at least I'm not trying to. I just try to understand. Look, I've been where you are, not, not where you are. I'm not trying to say that I've experienced what you've experienced because I haven't. You know, I'm, I've been lucky a lot of times and I've been lucky a lot of times because of you, because I ran into you and all the things you've done for me. So you're never gonna hear me say what you did was anything other than what you did. I'm just saying. Do you think Yellowcrest killed his victims before he cut out their eyes and tongue? Because I don't. I don't know. I try not to think about things like that because that's... The type of rituals these people do, they would have them alive. I know. And what about the bound man on the floor? He was a cultist. How do you know? Because he was wearing their robes. And? There were people... He had their tattoos. The Harlequin dressed up people in a hallway and we all collectively decided Yellow to Crest had them. no clue we were coming. The Harlequin knew. Okay, let's let's all just I just want to be a little calmer. All I'm saying is 
and you don't have to listen to me at all. I don't. I will never understand what you're going through, and I and I. I I, I accept that. But the way you're processing things now, I'm afraid you'll be processing these things the rest of your life once you're done, because obviously you're not done until you're dead if this is the path you're taking. And I just don't want this to... All I can tell you for sure is that when you get revenge, it doesn't bring anything back. It doesn't make you feel better. You're just as empty and cold and hateful as you were before, and now there's just nothing to blame. And, you know, the Harlequin's gone. But... When they're gone, I can bring her back. You don't know that for sure? Yes, I do. Then why don't you just focus on that? You don't know it for sure because you don't know if tomorrow all the stars will blot out and then this will all be for nothing. Because I know that pain. I know the pain of things unfinished. Of things that if only I would have had just one more day, I could have fixed it. I know that better than you. And so I speak. I'm not comparing pain. I'm not either. Yes, you are. You just I'm did. I'm saying from someone who would have given everything for a day to do it right. Don't let yourself lose yourself to your grief. They tell me what a wonderful person you are. I don't see that from the short time I've known you, which means something about you is lost in what you've experienced and that you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to lose yourself to pain and grief because all that does is give the people that caused it power over you. Okay. And you're stronger than that. That bottle's a good idea now. Mm. Yeah. I, and I just, <laughs> I like stand there for a second waiting to say something and then just turn and leave and go get the bottle. I imagine it's pretty awkward as we're all just sitting there. You showed me kindness when we met. And I see that it feels like it's dwindling every day that the pain festers in you and all you're doing is making your pain go into other people that doesn't fix it, it just transfers it. And that's enough for me right now. And what if you can't be safe next time? I don't come from a place where I see people come back all the time. You're the first time I've ever seen that. And the last thing I said to you was something mean. I'm not used to people coming back, so what happens if next time you don't? I just worry about you, Safia. That's all I'm saying. If you keep going the route you're going, you're just going to isolate yourself the way Voss did until you're alone with nothing but the being driven, I don't know, mad with righteousness and power. I'm not super sure what exactly drives Voss outside of control, but... I don't blame you for getting angry and doing what you do. I've been there, but I, I hope that this, I hope that you're willing to get 
the help you need. I'd help you if you wanted it. I think we'd all help you. I can't promise that I have the help you need, but I, I would try. It's just heavy to see you, uh, you know, this way. It's hard. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say what's right or wrong. I'm just saying it, it's scary. Mm. Vili returns. Yeah, yeah, drinks. Drinks! Yeah. yeah. It's a good idea. And I start pouring the drinks, and I just grab Seisha's hand and whisper into her ear, I understand. I killed a lot of good people. And then I just move to the next. I... I have one regret. I'd listen if you wanted to say it. I should have left the tied-up cultist alive to question him. Then killed him. That was gonna be my question, but now I know. Do you wanna know what I swore to? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. now I do. I will fight the workings of greater evil without cessation. I will seek restitution for all whom their deeds touch. There shall be no mercy for the wicked. And I'll carry out these oaths by any means necessary. You know, I used to be a pretty bad guy. If I had uh, run into someone like you, we may not be having this conversation. But that's all I'm going to say. Beyond that, I don't think that I have much input. I'm just going to drink my glass of wine. Gary L. said something similar about um, not losing myself. I think you're just still pretty raw. And I know you, and I like to believe that over time, this pain can get better. Maybe we could just avoid some of the carving up and stuff. I feel like I feel like killing a person is enough. I don't. Not with what he did. Okay. To me, my personal feelings are: once you're dead, there you don't you don't have anything left. You've lost everything. They've taken everything from you. Sasha looks over at the urn sitting on the table in front of her. What, what, what could be worse than losing everything? Nothing. Nothing is worse. What is the criteria for being wicked? Supporting the elder eye. He's seeking to undo all of existence. I agree. Then why did you want to keep Golor? 
Because I could use that to get information. Okay. What about the people that don't know that's what they're doing? Are they still wicked? Not everyone knows what's happening. If they joined that cult, they know what's going on. Speaking from experience, some people have no choice. Some people do what they have to do to survive, and I don't think that makes them wicked. Serving an entity that wants to blot out existence is pretty wicked in my book. If it's that I or death. I serve an entity that wishes to destroy all life, but is willing to wait for it to do them, do it themselves. And that's the difference. He lets them live first. But I get praised for killing people, Seisha. I enjoy it. <laughs> right now, so do I. And that's what's true. scaring us, because you were the one that kept me in check. So let us be the ones who keep you in check. Punishing the wicked is a just cause. Punishing people who appear wicked is evil. Ultimately, I'm... It's... Go ahead. It's just so arrogant. To be able to just pass judgment just because it feels right to you in the moment. Someone has to make the decision. I don't know who made you God, but I didn't. I'm not God. You're deciding who lives and who dies. I'm not God. Look, I'm... I'm just an agent of a God. A dead God. Yeah. Ooh. Let's, let's... We don't all have the luxury of having an entire village of people to make our decisions for us. Okay, let's not get personal with this. Jesus. I don't have any Who made my decision me. for me? You won't make a decision on your father. I have made a decision. Yeah, you're making them make the decision. They have the right to be included in the decision. If they decide that they don't want to and want me to do it, I will. They still get a choice, Seisha. People deserve, people who have suffered deserve to have a choice of what happens to the people who inflict pain upon them. Exactly. Okay, we're getting very personal. This is very different from what you are going through. How? I suffered at their hands. Why don't I have a right to determine their Because you outcome? don't know who they are. You don't know if they're in disguise. You don't know who you're necessarily up against, especially when they're tied on the ground and just maybe might be in a disguise. Maybe they're a completely innocent person. You don't know that. Maybe they were forced to put those tattoos on. Maybe it was against their will. Just like how everyone who worked in those mines were there against their will. I think we're all tired. I think it's been a long day. I think we've all been through a lot. I'm just gonna head to bed. Me too. V leaves. And Harold's gonna walk over and squeeze Sasha's shoulder and say, I'm always gonna love and support you. I'm always gonna have your back. It's all gonna be okay eventually. Things are gonna work out. 
No matter what happens, one way or the other, things always work out. All I know for sure is the Elder Eye is not going to win. And that's what's most important. More so than vengeance or hurting people. We're going to win. I'm sorry, guys. I just need to lay down. Okay. He's going to take his mug of wine <laughs> and head upstairs. If being hurt by the Elder Eye gives us justification to do things that are wicked, maybe you can learn that my pain isn't your enemy, but is here to help you. Because that's all I have left, is to help people I barely know in a world that I could give less of a shit about. It's brand new to me. But you all were kind to me. And so I'll use my pain to help you never feel what I feel. So maybe realize that I'm not trying to stop you from anything except losing yourself. And Karina's going to storm off up to the rooms and there is a loud metal crash in Seisha's room. Didn't do that. It was me. No, it was me. Okay, just being clear. <laughs> oh. I'm going to head down to the bar. V leaves the tavern entirely and goes outside. Okay. Um, she has nowhere to go, so she decides to go to the bloody fist. Okay. Okay. Feel free to join me if you want. And I walk down to the bar area Good. with my bottle. Seisha, you were left alone. You feel a tongue wrap around your hand. trills just kind of slowly <laughs> encompasses you she just kind of leans into him and has a good cry are you competing at the fist or are you just watching I'm competing she's really angry and doesn't know how else to let out right. you rage. Go ahead and roll 3d20. Okay. You... Can I have a d20? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you, you uh, this one's roll. missing. <laughs> oh, do you want the metal one? Oh. That's good. Yeah, the metal one would hurt that stone die. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. That's um, good. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, do I read all three? Yeah. Uh, 1717 and a scholarly eight. (laughs) (laughs) I just got the note about what the crash was. I'll let you know when I go up there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You make your way down 
to the Bloody Fist, a place that you haven't been to in some time. But as soon as you walk in, the wooden benches lining the walls, the smell of stale ale and blood in the air, there's a little bit of nostalgia and calmness. And the room immediately reads your intent as the reigning champion save for the one and only yet to face Mad Jack Madigan. The crowd parts. There's like a hush that kind of washes over them as they see you enter murmurs about who's going to take on the Goliath. And one after another, a couple people face up against you. And you're not sure who told them, but your name on the board does not read the Gathala. It reads the Unbreakable Heart. Undefeated. And... That's cool. Youch. You dish out an ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, only one can. There's oh, only can. one fight can. that is a struggle for you as you fight against uh, the ogre um, that was the second leading. Um, but cool? you... Hmm? Was he cool? I don't remember. So far, I think everybody that she's fought okay, has been cool. pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely... it's it's, And you know it's like... It's a family there. Like, the fighters that fight there oh, respect each other. I mean, it is... Especially when you earn your way yeah, onto that and, and every fist blow that goes is honoring Tempest, the god of battle. Uh, and you earn 83 gold. Nice. And your hoard grows what? My hoard gets a lot bigger. <laughs> and you... Are you sure you're a Goliath and not a dragon? <laughs> oh my god, there just hasn't really been really good stores around. Yeah. <laughs> We've been on a mountain. Like, I kicked some people's asses, and now I'm going to go shop for shit. I kept a lot of this money in uh, my plant... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all to pay homage to your plant god. Yeah. Um, but you do take out a lot of aggression. And at, it, at any point, do you lose yourself in the fight? Yes. Go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. Considering that I was going to sneak out, okay, it's a twelve. Would I have passed all of this happening? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I would say, I would, based on where you were trying to get to, yeah, it's not plausible. But if you would like to be there and have somehow found your way, and, and even in your rage of of the Karina evening, is trying just to, wanted to find a fist fight. No, she's trying to find. You know what she's trying to find. Yeah. So she's a little aimlessly wandering, 
but like with purpose to hurry and get through this city to find what yeah. she needs. It, it, they're at opposite ends of the city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I would absolutely yeah. say yeah. But even wander, wandering, you would eventually be directed north, and that's south. Yeah. What'd you roll, V? Twelve. Okay. The last fight, where it actually is a struggle, when you finally bring him down, everything goes red. And there's a little bit before your grandmother's voice and your grandfather's voice pull you back as you look down and your fists are just covered in blood and the ogre missing teeth. But he doesn't seem un, like to the point where he's unmoving. Even through all of it, he's laughing in the revelry of, again, bring, being brought down. But there is a moment where you just let yourself go and the rage takes over. And not sure what that means, but. Um, after the fight, V asks the ogre, how much money do you want for your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, I know. That's what I know. That is not what I yep, meant. But he's got an intelligence of six. Oh, well, that's a nine. A nine. Uh, he just. No, 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 no. How much money do you need to pay for new teeth? He kind of looks at his, at his like, br- broken teeth. Like, looks just, at you quizzically, like, not understanding. You know what? I'm just going to give you 100 gold and, like, just be done with that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Almost, like, dumbfounded. Like, he just, just, like, shocked. Like, he looks down, looks up, looks down, and then just reaches up. Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! it to you. I guess I'll give us to Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like looks at his gold and, and just slaps you on the back and it's just like holds up the gold. Holds up the gold and just like unbreakable oh, tooth! Oh! And the, Not the intelligence score clean out of him. <laughs> and the crowd that was a little quiet at the moment trying to like is this fight okay? Like, how far is it going to go? And then see the camaraderie (laughs) at the end just erupts into uh, elation um, as they start chanting Unbreakable Heart. Um, But uh, I guess quickly to Vinley. Hello, it's me. I'm here. Okay. (laughs) You go down um, and you offered Seisha, but as you go down to the bar that's being wrapped up and everybody's going home and uh, the last things are being done to clean up the tavern and get ready for tomorrow. Um, is Fala here? Fala is not there at first. But as you wait, they eventually the door opens. I'm fiddling with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's a toothy night. It is. It's a real toothy night. I have teeth in the brain. 
and uh, at first there is a, a a lumbering step that walks in from behind and I goes s- off to the corner. Slip my hands, and then I see it's Siraj. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, scares me every time. That person. Um, and it's you know how quietly he can move, so it's almost as if he wanted you to know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very respectful. Thank you, Sirash. And then someone joins at your side. Hello. And I pour a drink and slide it over. Seems I've missed the party. It's a lot. You missed the party, but. It was good that you missed the party, honestly. The party it just, it, it, it went a way that I honestly wasn't expecting. And then it all kind of finished and we resolved everything. And then we left the situation. And then we started our own situation. <laughs> I've never seen, I've never had friends before. And it is incredible to see how quickly Everything just changes. Being friends with people who have such short lifespans, it's incredible. It's beautiful. It's like one second they're all laughing and they're all happy and jovial. The next second, they're tearing people's heads off. I did that for a hundred years. And they can just switch back and forth from it. How do they, how, how do they comprehend their day-to-day functions? <laughs> my God. This is my favorite genre of Finley. <laughs> Real elf talk. Yeah. This is what elves talk about when they get together. <laughs> this is how I write my books. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> There are flowers that take an eon to grow, but only bloom for a single day. That's how I like to see these lesser living mortals. They they don't have the amount of time we have, but when they bloom, it is like the brightest star. That's a beautiful way of putting it. (sighs) They're just even dwarves. Their lifespans are similar to ours, but they burn so bright. I think that might be one of the reasons we didn't get along for a long time. uh, You know? I wasn't going to say anything, but that makes sense. That's why I love being a druid. It's because it teaches you patience. That's not my experience, but I'll take your word for it. You have to tend to things. As much as people are fickle, Flora is just as fickle. Oh, believe me, I know. And she touches a plant and it just dies. (laughs) It just dies. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't cast anything on that fella. 
That's just what happens when I touch plant life. So I am very careful. Actually, no, I have Cujo and Titan to water my plants. Who are Cujo and Titan? Oh. I've oh, heard no. you talk about them, but I haven't met them. They're no one. They were my friends. But I guess technically that's also incorrect because they don't have a brain. Hmm. So they can't really formulate More their own undead. emotions. Yes. Yes, and they have served their purpose and have moved on. I wouldn't say that. I would say a creepy cult leader killed them and took my precious boys from me. And they put a hand over yours and kiss you on the cheek. I'm sorry. But much like the Jericho Rose, I can you not? I'm not well versed in necromancy, but can they not be brought back? They can, but I left the corpses where they were, which is unfortunate. But I'm going to place a bounty on no uh, bodies. <laughs> Any gnolls? No, like the scary ones. Not like our friends. I, 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 I'm friends with a gnoll now. I don't remember his name. You're friends with a gnoll? Yes, he was very kind. He almost killed me with a flower. And you say you don't have patience. Hmm. No, I, 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 I wouldn't say that. I, I just don't think I care enough about a lot of things. <laughs> How is Devil? He's okay. I don't know what you talked about, but he definitely was changed. Yeah. A lot of people are changing, it seems. I guess that's the effect that the Elder Eye has on people. A change I think person. that's just the beauty and natural way of life. <sighs> Otherwise, we so. would stay children forever. Some people do that. That is true. <laughs> it's incredible magic, truly. Oh, I thought we meant mature wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we painfully true. We already <laughs> <laughs> we already moved on from the topic of Harold earlier. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Harold. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Talking you're to invisible. yourself is Harold here? Is he in your mind? What just happened? Harold's mm. in the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> I just looking through the banisters. <laughs> no, Fala, it's just something I've gotten used to doing. Sometimes when I alone, I I'm, I just turn real sharply towards a corner in the room and say, "I see you." Sometimes it works. There was this one time someone broke into our home and they were invisible, and then they just appeared in our living room, and I was like, "Ha ha!" I knew you were there, but I was in my nightmare. So I don't think he believed me. What the fuck? I don't remember that. I when Manchun tried to yes. kill us all the way. I was in, I was in like a bra and some panties as Midley, and I was like, I thought you said you were that. We got cabin raided. Yeah. By the marshal. That's a large joke that seven of you got. And we appreciate all seven of you. Oh. I don't 
know exactly why I was sequestered away. I know it was for my safety. I know that there was a threat in the city. But I do want to say thank you to all of you for having the forethought for my safety. <laughs> and for dealing with it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here right now. I honestly follow. You never have to thank me for prioritizing your safety because I don't think there will ever come a time in my long life where I do not prioritize your safety. Seems to be the way of a lot of people. And they look over into the corner and see Zaraj. What can I say? Scary people just love you. Suraj has his own. Weird. Oh, no, not like that. I okay. just mean, just gonna... before... Remember, he killed a, a vampire that was going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm... Trust me. I know. But, I meant, you're a very bright light in a very dark world. So the people who live in the dark will do anything to protect you. I am just a gardener. And I'm just a teacher. Forgive me if this is forward, but would you like to look at the stars in my garden? I would love that. It's kind of late. So it seems, and like one dish rag on the bar, just placidly moving in a circle. Oh. Well, let me go make sure my candles aren't still on in my room, because we kind of. I'm not kidding when I say it's been a very strange day. Oh, is that any different from any other day for you? You know, that's a very fair point, Father. And then I float up off the ground and start flying up to my room, <laughs> douse all the lights, lock the door, and then just descend back down. And if I see anyone, I'm like, hello. Yeah. Seisha is okay. not downstairs anymore. Yep. Uh, Fala will leave when you leave and go and uh, open the... the <laughs> for the first time in a while. Yeah, for... At least a month, maybe, maybe a month and a half. That's scary. I forget the exact date, but um, <laughs> but perhaps, and if you so wish, you sleep underneath the stars, uh, underneath the glass of the greenhouse in the garden. I do. Okay. And I, I hold Fala as we fall asleep. Yeah. And we're gonna go over to Karina. Mm-hmm. I am walking with purpose after finally getting direction for what I am looking for. Okay. And going as quickly as my little legs will carry me. Okay. Um, and as you wait, make your way up north, up the high road, there is a guarded upper tower gate of the troll wall. Mm-hmm. The, um, and you see that there are some guards that... Uh, are on 
actually on both sides now. Uh, you don't know this, but they, they used to only be on city side. But now the field ward is part of the city. Uh, and the tumultuous scene you walk into beyond the gate walls is a chaotic mass of people living in hovels and mass living commune homes for those that need uh, either assisted living or it's just homes that they've made themselves out of found objects. The Field Ward is a community less than 100 years old, formed after the chaos of the Spell Plague, as you uh, have learned from the Incaridian that Seisha has given you, mm -hmm. um, as it was a settlement that began as refugees from different calamities as they found a home here. It was recently uh, not formally considered a ward, but as was often referred to as one due the, to the sheer mass amount of people that live within the proximity of the Splendor. However, you see a lot of infrastructure happening here, more so than anywhere else in the city. Um, the stench of the area is noticeable, as it's spent the last hundred years not benefiting from the luxury of water and a sewage system that you have now come to know that Waterdeep has. Uh, Did you have indoor plumbing where you came from? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So the two places you've been to on this world makes you believe that it's not any like <laughs> yeah, obviously not very So far, the, water deep. Everything. So far, the only difference is no trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no trains. Yeah. Um, you see that uh, the most of the area is just muddied ground stomp. But you can see areas that have been sectioned off for construction as the ground is starting to be cobbled. And you can feel the earth beneath you shifting and quaking from the earth being molded into a stone sewage way that you can guess as the guilds of the city have started transforming this place. Um, and then, although you have noticed quite a few of the common races still mingling at this late at night, most of the streets are empty. Uh, you see a few humans, elves, dwarves, halflings, gnomes, and then you start noticing some less humanoid races throughout the road. You see greenish pale-skinned men and women with heavy brow and jaw and matted hair, gnarled ears and tusks. You notice a few tieflings, all a myriad of forms of colors, all performing menial tasks and uh, chores of everyday life as they try and end their day. Uh, a tall, pale blue furred creature with a bovine-like ears and flat nose forming from a heavy brow towers past you as he walks and just kind of gives you a kind wave and smile. And then you see a few feline-type humanoids scattered throughout the crowd. Their fur is matted. They try to timidly skulk in the alleyways. More so just like curious as to who you are versus I'm going to steal something from you. Although your insight picks up that that might be what they used to do. It's fine. Um, you notice a few goblinoids of various heights, some lizard folk, a grung or two, and a few centaur. A place for the first time truly feels like home, even if these living quarters are not what you're used to. What are you doing? Um, probably to the first people who look friendly, but that are in the middle of a task, 
Um, I'm just going to go up and go, is there any way I can help? I, this place feels like home. And I just want to help. Oh, uh, don't. Sorry, it's been a long day. (laughs) Uh, Of course, uh, pick up those boxes over there and let's head on inside. Got it. And she'll go grab the box and follow him in. Um, it just kind of stays behind and dumbfounded a little bit by your surge of emotions. Uh, and, and you can pick up his curious about you, uh, but there's a little bit of pity. Um, uh, and he comes over and he's like, uh, my name's Ned. Ned, Ned Bisco. <laughs> nice to meet you, Ned. Um, my name's Karina. Well, welcome to the field ward. Are you a refugee? In a matter of speaking, yes. Welcome to the family. Thank you. Uh, do you need a place to stay for the night, or need a warm, uh, you know, I got some I, soup the missus made. I have a place to stay, and I'm thankfully very fortunate with the people I'm with, but... You know, sometimes when you lose your home, doesn't matter how nice the new home is. It's not the same. So I just... I wanted to help other people that understood. Oh, there, there. And he leans down real low and gives you a hug. And oh, thank you. <laughs> We're just a community that kind of, uh, for most of the time, looked out for ourselves, but thanks to some adventuring group uh, finding a hoard of gold and the city help, helping them, we're, we're part of the city now, and so we just kind of all help each other. That's wonderful. I I hope I can... Um, I would just like to spend my night helping. I... Uh, that's going to be kind of hard. We're all kind of... We typically wrap up. We don't... We haven't had lanterns really fully installed quite yet. Uh, it comes after the... The, well, with the cobblestones, so it's going to be quite dark out there. Uh, you, you do have a uh, half moon, but I, I'm just saying there's not really a lot of people working at night up here. That's okay. I can I can work through the night if you just have tasks for me to do. I can make light. Uh, you know how to work with leather? Um, no, but I know how to do masonry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I'll, I'll hook you up with a neighbor about three houses down who might be Good. looking at making some stone. And... Yeah, um, thank you. This is, it's a lot that, oh, I don't want to bother you with it, You don't it, need but to tell me your story. Right? I just, I just want you to know how nice it is to feel at home. Uh, if, if it's alright, I'd like to um, just come here when when I have time and help out. I got guarantee I'll be here every day, but 
any way I can help, I, I always want to be able to. So quite a few people from, uh, where are you staying actually? Um, I'm staying at, um, it's Tavern, I can't remember the name, it's in the city. I, I met a couple people who were putting me up there. Okay. Yeah, there's quite a few people actually. Uh, a lot of the guilds come up here. Uh, they're contracted to help, but um, they're also uh, helping us kind of become part of the community now and uh, getting us involved with the guilds, uh, trying to make us our, our own made men and, and women and um, work with our hands and, and contribute back to the city. Uh, we, get, we, we would get a pension and time off. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it is nice. A lot of us uh, resorted to uh, not great work for a while. Some of us working for nobles for also not great treatment. But um, That sounds about right. Uh, I mean, it was good pay, though. Uh, yeah. Nobody pays like a noble, not even the guilds. Oh, of course. Uh, um, are there any... Are, but what I'm saying what, is you can... Yeah, little people coming up here are helping all the time. So. Are there any... Um, children that it would help if they were out of your hair? I'm a great teller oh, yeah. of fantastical <laughs> stories of other worlds. Uh, so unlike the uh, rest of the city, uh, we kind of like looked out for each other for a while and so everybody takes a village, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we don't really keep direct watch over kind of feels like a little bad about saying this over our own children. Um, we just kind of watch out for all the children and they play in the streets and help out whenever it's needed. Well, I'd be glad to, I don't know, um, come and give you, give you all a break for a day and entertain the children for a while. It, I have really good stories to share. I think they'd like them. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have to abide by the, uh, the code legal now. We're officially part of the city and we have our own watch, the the BFG watch, the Bullyfield Guard. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, thank you. Truly. <laughs> I, look, I just had, I'm just a shoulder and an ear. Uh, you helped carry a box, so thank you. Thank you. It means a lot to me and I can't explain it, but I think you understand. <laughs> it's, the, it's the first time I've felt understood in weeks. Well, uh, let's head down and yeah, I, I, I'll get you set up. I've got, I've got my masonry tools here. Yeah, I'd love to help. All and right. I'll take the point of exhaustion to help through the night. Okay. And you uh, meet up with uh, another... It's the old halfling couple. <laughs> trying to get their yes. <laughs> and you they... see a boss skulking behind them. <laughs> I believe they still live in the southern yeah. ward. Yeah. 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 They, they fell on a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he scared the hell out of them. Uh, they left their house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he leads you down uh, and uh, introduces you to a turtle. Oh. That... Uh, okay is very slow going at building their wall, uh, re-repairing their wall from where... Uh, and Well, and, and basically just making masonry to help out build the city and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and although they are slow, you see they're very meticulous. Appreciate yeah. it. Completely. Yep. Uh, and you, uh, you help them. Yeah. Quick introductions, and yeah, you... I will spend the night helping them. Okay. And cool. if it's too dark to see... She will click her heels <laughs> and get her little ankle flashlight going. 
<laughs> uh, it, it startles the, the turtle for a second. And his head kind of goes down into his shell and slowly peeks like, up. Like, oh, okay, everything's not. Yeah, yeah. This isn't an attack. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I think she would have done a very, like, oh, it's dark. Look what I can do. <laughs> um, Weird way to cast fireball, but. <laughs> I would like to knock on Harold's door. Okay. okay. I stop my prayer to Timora and I slowly look at the door and I'm like okay <laughs> let's do this I'm gonna go to the door and open it slowly hey hi come in thanks um, shut the door behind her I will cast fire button no, I'm kidding <laughs> no, I'm kidding I will push um, around and like, sit wherever you want I need to talk to you about something sure uh, how heavy is this going to get? Because I'm, uh, I'm honestly, I'm not even drunk. I, first, I too much. First, I need a promise. Promise? Uh, for what? Neither one of us leaves this room until we're both satisfied the conversation is over. Okay. You're going to need a, a not or drink. I swear to God. Earl, knock that thing over. He's not here. He's sleeping. Okay. Yes, I promise not to leave until we're both satisfied that this, the conversation is over. So do I. Okay. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, you know I saw Voss. Yep. Before you would go into this, what was that that got knocked over? I don't know. I haven't been up there yet. Jeez. We all surely did not bat a fucking eye. We heard a loud metal crash, all of us, and we went, Valid. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, else I'm assuming it was my armor being thrown or something like that. Oh, it'd be dicks. Um, so I met with Voss. Yep. Um, and I'm going to be joining the Doom Raiders. Surprising, sort of. I guess it's less surprising than I thought it would be. He, uh, he told me he values my perspective and that I see things he doesn't. That's accurate. So I'm, uh, I'm going to accept the offer. Right-handing um, with Voss, that's on brand. Somebody's gotta keep an eye on him. Yeah, that does make sense. I don't want the guy to get hurt, but I also, you know, don't want him to go hurting guys either. Yeah. He, uh, he told me something. And part of my agreement was that Doom Raider business is Doom Raider business and BFG business is BFG business. Okay. Um, I'm not here to spy or anything like that. Um, but there's something he told me that you need to know. Okay. And it's... There's nothing you can do because of the situation, but I felt like you needed to know about it. You have a right to know about it. Um, I want you, before you tell me whatever this is, you're saying, if I hear this, I can't act on it. But you need to know. 
If I need to know, I probably will want to act. You'll understand why. Um, so, I know where your parents are. That's good. They're at the Cathala estate. Okay. They are... Why? They are backing up Uthal's lies. Why? Because he would not have been able to pass Ellerthak's scrutiny. They gave that life up. That's what they told me. They said they were done with all of that. Why, why are they doing that now? Because the stakes are so high. And probably because they want to atone. Did Voss put them up to this? I think he did. That right. And I can't act on this. If you go in there, you're gonna blow their cover. And, and Uthal's. They're playing the role of courtiers right now. Oh my God. Tomorrow, help me. Are you serious? Yes. Harold, I wouldn't lie about this. I know you wouldn't, the piece of shit. Why did he? Because there's no one else who could have done a better job. Yes, there is. It's a huge city. There's tons of people that could have done a better job. Not that he knew. Of course, because he didn't want to go and look. He didn't want to try to trust somebody. No, he had to use people that were available to him. Harold, his reach in this city is disquieting. It's not that he didn't look or he didn't think that he had someone. He had two people that Uthal would trust and who were good at covering their tracks. Well, I'm content with this conversation, if you are. What do you plan to do? I promised you I wouldn't do anything. I won't. But... What he did was a big breach of trust. I'm dying to know how he did it behind my back. He must have gotten here early and talked to them. He left before, where he left when everybody left from the, um, the how mountain. How did he do this? How did he fucking do this? He's using my parents. He's using my I, little brother. I don't know that your brother's there. I know your parents are. He didn't mention your brother being That's there. That's even worse. Ugh. I, um... I'm really sorry, Harold. No, you, you told me. There's nothing to apologize for. You telling me this means a lot. I, I've always known I could trust you. 
but him. Well, I guess we'll just see where things go. They do have free choice. I watched him mimic me and push Uthal into this. He's using my techniques for the wrong reasons in the wrong ways. Do you think Uthal wouldn't have wanted to do something about his father enslaving a mind full of people and sticking his, his ancestors and family into crystals? Do you really think that the reason that Voss is doing this is for an altruistic reason? Or does he have some agenda he's pushing? He's doing this because he's trying to stop the Elder Eye and clean up the city from the organized crime units that are in it. Yeah, is that what he told you? Yes, and I believe him. Cool. I don't. Everything I've seen from Voss, everything, was a thin veneer of truth behind a huge lie that he was doing this for anyone other than himself. He has big plans that he won't tell anyone. He told me. I'm gonna hide under the table. <laughs> We're just gonna be over here. Oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna head out from between those. Let me guess. But that's Doom Raider business, isn't it? No, but he asked me not to tell anyone. And you, being the trustworthy person that you are, you won't. I respect that. He's trying to bring about a scientific revolution. Okay, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> he wants people who can't utilize magic to be on even footing with people who can. He doesn't want all of the decisions only made by the magic users. He wants science to have a say in it. He wants the mundane individual to have a voice. So in a way, yeah, I guess he is looking for power, but not in the way you think. I don't disagree with that. I think every voice is as important as every other one. Someone who can cast magic at incredible power is just as incredible as somebody who's excellent at making a souffle. It's everybody has a different power to them. Everybody is inca incredible and capable of something in their own right, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be magic, and it certainly doesn't have to be power. I agree with that. But I know Voss. So do I. And we both know he's not an altruistic guy. He may think to himself that's what it's about, but this is a man who killed someone and put their blood in his hair and shuddered out a little sigh of happiness. And that guy hasn't changed. He just got better at lying. We were close. We were so close. I could feel him changing. And then something happened in that city he saw something, someone talked to him, something happened. In that place where everybody was controlled and there was the, the vampire and the... Something Daggerford. happened. 
something happened there. And he changed further back than we ever got him. And I, if my parents get hurt. When I found Voss, he was almost dead. I, I thought he was dead at first. He should have been. He washed up on that beach and was just a raw, charred body. And we brought him back. And I, I was forbidden to go into his room at first, but of course I snuck in. Of course. <laughs> and I would read to him. And when he started to recover, I helped him learn to speak again. I helped him learn to walk again. I've seen Voss. I've seen him when he can't do anything and he is completely at the mercy of the world. And he fought hard to get back to where he is. He is very dedicated when he puts his mind to something. That we can both agree on. And I think part of that dedication may cloud his judgment at times. So that's something that I need to filter out from my repertoire. But what he's doing, I don't agree with all of his methods, but I do agree with his intention. I trust you. With every fiber of my being, I trust you. I trust you too. I can't trust him anymore. I understand. He pushed and pushed. And he was using a lot of our friends. And now he's using my family. He's using them. That is something I'm not going to forgive. Maybe they had free will. Or maybe he learned from the best liar there is in all of the world. And maybe I taught him too much. I'm content with this conversation. And I love you. I love you too. And I'm sorry. It's okay. That's the last time I'm going to discuss Tomb Raider business. I understand. Okay. I really appreciate this. And I will stay true to my word and try not to interfere. But if I think my family's in danger, I'm going to have to do something. If 
they're in danger, I will help you. Okay. And he'll hug her. She gives him just a big hug and just kind of holds him very tightly. He will eventually, after like, it's like a 20 second hug. Yeah. <laughs> and he will let go and he'll put both his hands on his shoulder on her shoulders and say, I just want you to know I meant everything I said downstairs. I know, I know you'll find your path and it doesn't have to be the same one you were on just because it was comforting to us because that's what we knew. I know you'll find your path. And if that path is a little darker, I don't think it's entirely your fault. I keep the mask for a reason. Sometimes we sort of need that dark side. But I think, um, I don't think it has to be as dark as it is. I don't, uh, I'll just say I don't recognize myself right now, but what I'm doing is bringing me peace. And it's really hard to let that go. Peace takes many forms. I like to think that eventually you're gonna find something a little more wholesome, a little more relaxed, a form of peace that lets you live without hate. I believe that path's out there for you. And I don't think you're wrong for hating the Elder Eye, and I don't think you're wrong for wanting to stop that evil at any cost. And, but I do think that, I do think that at some points there is a time for mercy. That's all I'll say. That's it. And you could, you don't have to agree with me, just like I don't agree with you about Voss. You're your own woman, and I respect that. I'm content with this conversation. I love you, Sasha. I love you too, Harold. I'm content too. You have a good night, okay? Tell me what got knocked over. I've been freaking out about it. Yeah, I suppose I should go look. Hopefully my armor isn't on the roof. (laughs) And I will head up to my room. Okay. And Seisha walks in and opens the door. And there is a box sitting in the floor between her bed and the door. And there's something kind of glinting in the light coming through the window. And she walks over and leans down and picks up what was glinting and it is a set of knee covers, plate knee covers. And on it, there are beautiful runes that have been engraved, but those runes have been scratched out and there are crudely engraved ones in its place. And she looks down at it, confused. Wish I could still read different languages. Hmm. 
Where did this come from? And she walks over and sets them on the nightstand and climbs into bed. And she lays there staring at the ceiling for a couple hours with tears just running, silent tears running from the corners of her eyes as she considers everything that's happening and what she's become. And she tries to justify it to herself, but falls short a lot more than she justifies it. And eventually she falls asleep. Okay. Hey. As you're drinking at the Bloody Fist, you've gotten your wounds bandaged up by the priests upstairs. There is a heavily wrapped fist that kind of sets a bottle in front of you, kind of sits down next to you. You can see there's a greenish, grayish tint to the skin of the hand underneath the wrappings. And uh, you see a half-orc kind of sit down, female. She has kind of loose flowing pants and even like a bandage wrapped top tight against the chest, but most of the rest of the flesh is done. She just kind of looks over at you. I've been there. Yeah? I've seen that look. Had it myself once. How'd you deal with it? I drank a lot. Oh. But I was stuck on the open seas. Unable to really go anywhere but three decks. Sounds like hell. It was, but... That's a really bad sunburn. Sun-kissed skin is the best. I'll kind of open the bottle and give a nod to the... Very crooked-faced barkeep. Cauliflower ears. Yeah. And we'll pour a, a much nicer shot of something a little stronger. The name's Naya. V. You fight like hell. I do. Thank you. I'm impressed. Thanks. I'd like to maybe one day go test uh, my metal against you next time I'm in the port. Yeah, sure, why not? I knew who you were before I, I sat down. And not from just the fights. Oh, I say my name is on the board, too. Yeah, I think most people in this bar now know who I am, but they didn't before. I'll say the kind of points to the unbreakable heart part. That's new. It is new. It um, was a name that was recently bestowed upon me, I suppose. So, 
Sounds like an interesting story. But, we have a mutual friend. I've heard a lot about uh, you and the rest of your, your crew. I did a job with a, um, a very boisterous lizard folk. Mm. Salazar. That's the one. Can't help but smile when he's around. Yeah, I miss him a lot. Is he doing well? Last I saw him, it was some months ago. But oh, okay. We did a we did a mission for. Uh, kind of looks down, and you can see there's a pendant around her neck that is a fist holding a sword. For uh, Order of the Gauntlet, took out a nasty beast with a massive bony hand. It was weird. But uh, he talked about you guys a lot when we were on our way up to Rasalanter. He thought it was a place where you wrestle lanterns. Wrestle lantern? I, yeah, I could see that. <sighs> yeah, Salazar's really funny like that. I'm glad to hear um, he's doing well and out being an adventurer. <laughs> so break up our family problems. <laughs> Neither. Both? Well, both, I guess. I'm honestly not that upset about the breakup, but... <laughs> Um, Ouch. <laughs> it is what it is. Again? Been there? I, I guess you could say it's a friend and, I guess, family problems. The family problems are just a sort of permanent situation, but... Um, my... I grew up on a ship with my mom. And, uh... Not too long ago, I, um... Let's just say my dad a little more order in my life. And uh, kind of looks down at the, the amulet. Some bad, some not. But I understand the, the family drama and whatnot. Is yours an, is yours an evil warlord? No, he's a, he's a member of the town watch. Oh, okay, it's a little different, yeah. But, but... <laughs> when you grow up devoted to the bitch queen... And, and then something else kind of sparks into uh, your reality. Yeah, you tend to just kind of give a, you know, a look on order to the chaos, if you will. Yeah, I am. Um... You want to go for a walk? Yeah, uh, sure. I get why not. <laughs> Wolfhog, I'm taking this. Wolfhog. Ugluck. Ugluck. Ugluck the ugly. Yep. And kind of grabs the bottle and saunters down the street. Or out of the bar and kind of hands you a... Hands the bottle to you. Sure, I'll take a drink of it. Yeah, I, um, 
I grew up devoted to nobody, just other than to like having a good time, I guess. And I'm, um, I mean, you're the only noble Goliath family in the city. I'm from Watered. Well, I grew up a bit and spent some time here. I, I know who your family is and who your die is. But that's not really why I, uh, not really why I came over. I like to hit people with my fists and I get angry, but when I do, I don't have family members come out of me. True. Most people don't, actually. <laughs> nope. I have lightning bolts come out of me. Well, that's honestly, like, way cooler. So, like, aesthetically, <laughs> both cool. and, and... It's, it's, a, it's pretty neat. Yeah, and, like... You know, uh, what's the word? Functionally, that's also very cool, very effective. Like kind of like. This be really effective against people in metal armor. Oh my god. That it is. Um, Can you like not wear metal because of it? I mean, I tend not to. I mean, it's fair, but like I don't don't know. Seems dangerous. Like I said, I um. Wait. So you approach me because I have uh, people who come out of me when I get mad. I like the way you fight. Oh, yeah, that's cool too, I guess. I mean, I, when I'm in port, I, I, t- I started to come to this place and it's a good way to let your aggression out and it's got a sh- shitty drinks, but you know, it's still better than, uh, you know, some of the other places because uh, there's a bit of camaraderie there. And I guess uh, that, um, that spoke to me. You're a bit of a legend. That's cool. You came out of nowhere and instantly beat the shit out of most of that leaderboard. Well, unfortunately, uh, with the group that I run with, we're in really intense fight for our lives, like, almost on a daily basis. So, really, this is, like, refreshing that, like, the stakes aren't that high. I can't wait to see you go hand-in-hand with Mad Jack, though. Yeah, who is that guy? That's actually something I do know. At least I know rumor of. Mad Jack and the Wolf. The Wolf? They're a band of, uh... that sails the open seas. It is, um... said to be one of the... Nicest, meanest captains to ever sail the Sword Coast. What does he look like? I've never met him, but from what I hear, small and scrappy. Hmm. Runs with a crew that uh, I respect. Very much family. So he's the captain of a ship? That he is. When did he arrive? Hasn't been back in port in some time. Not that I've seen anyway. It's possible though that the Vera's made port soon. I'd like to meet him, that's for sure. Yeah, me too. There's a... I miss my crew. What happened to them? Uh, I... 
my dad happened. My, uh, my ma set sail, left me here, and like I said, I found order, if you will. I'm eh, still not really keen on it. But the gauntlet's been good. Um, I get to help people, and that's, that's important to me. I'm glad helping people is, is important. I'm lucky that I get the opportunity to help people sometimes. It's a good thing. But I find myself staying here. And you look up and you realize you've been walking and talking for some time. And you're in a place you haven't been to in a long time. You definitely haven't been back here since you've entered into the city. But it looks different. Streets are starting to be paved and cobblestoned. The buildings aren't as decrepit as they once were. And you're in the field ward. Well, I'm glad the uh, field ward is being patched up. It is. I um I don't know if I trust this person. Like every five seconds I'm like, oh I love her. And then I'm like, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't trust her at all. <laughs> <laughs> I um like I said. Salazar and I, uh, we teamed up with a <laughs> with a tabaxi. Named uh, Stones and uh, and an Aracocra. And uh, they tend to hang around here at times when they're not out on missions and doing what we can here. And it's, uh, it's good to do good. And it's also good to not forget where you came from. What do you mean by that? I grew up on the ocean. Right. Well, I've been landlocked for some time now, and I hope to get back there, but I'll always have sea legs. Is that why you want to meet Mad Jack? You want to set sail with him and his crew? If possible. I don't know. I hear he has a sh shite of a cook that <laughs> most likely hit on me. You heard right. <laughs> I'm just imagining this super intense conversation. Karina's just over there, just tinkering away. No idea that she's here. Uh, and uh, but it, it more along the lines of, I'd like to fight him. You want to fight him? Yeah, I. I want to fight you. Yeah, and you don't meet many small, scrappy fighters here. I. I mean, I've heard. I mean. Halfling, maybe, maybe part. I mean, not often. I, I'm Both? not saying. I'm not saying they don't show up. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying like Mad Jack. Often. I don't know if he's a halfling or if he's just a short dude. Like a man, like a human. Yeah, just, just a short dude. He might just be a short guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I know, know a lot of short guys. Believe it or not. I. I mean. <laughs> so is the eight foot tall. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And I mean, and, and Naya is, like, she's, she's, like, 6'6", six, six, like, a pretty 
big, but... It's just half orc. Half orc, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like just straight human. Yeah. Yeah, they're all kind of short. They are, really, like, <laughs> average, like, five, five, right? Oh, five, eight. not usually that short. Oh. Are they? I can't tell sometimes, because, like, from my angle, everyone's just... Short? I don't know. My dad's pretty, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty tall. That's good. You know, my, my mom and him, they fell in love, you know? But, it's, uh... Anyways, I didn't mean to take you away from that. I just, I just... Didn't think I'd ever meet you, Salazar. Said you're a great adventurer. <laughs> and uh, he hopes to be like you one day, and... Oh. He will I be. I see why. And, you know, people in the fist talk about your, your glory. I don't know what much there is to really talk about. <laughs> Other than that tall lady, she fights good. Karina, you hear a voice that sounds familiar. Getting very nervous suddenly. <laughs> uh, but I will walk towards the voice to see if it's who I think it is. Um, but And you kind of see, like, just across the street. It's like, there's a shadow moving in an alleyway as something comes out from a shed. <laughs> a little shorter. But... Uh, it, Naya's like, oh, this is me. Appreciate you walking and talking. Yeah, yeah, no problem. If you ever want to grab a drink and just shoot the shit, <laughs> punch some assholes. With what? Um, <laughs> bracing? Happy Pride? Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And uh, it's just kind of like, Sorry, I'm it's so good. <laughs> but work just kind of, again, just nods and says, again, I just wanted to have a drink and... I've been there when sometimes you just need a drink and just a walk. Sometimes you just need to punch somebody's teeth out. I feel bad about punching his teeth out. It's I expensive mean, to get those replaced. Cordic <laughs> seemed pretty happy. I mean, yeah. God, God's no, he's definitely loosened some teeth in <laughs> his time at the fist. But You're going to go back and he's going to have like the most beautiful white veneers. <laughs> I hope either, yeah, I hope he gets grills. And, and, like, like, grill. and like the Hollywood pinched nose that looks like you can't even breathe through it. Uh, yeah. 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 Just like, uh, hey, everybody. <clears throat> but anyways, again, <laughs> thanks. And I... Uh, just kind of just give you a nod. Thumbs up. Yeah. It's really awkward and weird, but she does that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of gives the same, like, awkward, like, thumbs up. <laughs> but kind of makes her way into her little uh, apartment building. And, uh... V, is that you? Oh, shit, hey. Hi. What you doing over here? <laughs> She's, like, filthy. <laughs> you look in... Oh, I, um, uh, uh, I, is grimy the word? <laughs> I think that's a fair word. Um, I just was helping out, um, family down there with some of their stonework. That's cool. That's cool. That's some, yeah, that's awesome. What, what are you doing here? Fighting people for money. 
that's it's a hobby. That's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used to come here a lot. It's called well, I'm not here anymore. I took a walk, but it was the Bloody Fist. It's a uh, fighting tavern. It's very legal. Oh, I so. didn't assume it wasn't. There are illegal fighting pits, but this was not one of them. Okay. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just concerned about Seisha because the truth is is that you are right. The person who we know her to be and believe her to be, she has not been for a while now. And that is a harsh reality. And there, I mean, you've heard us talk about Boss. I, he and I did not see eye to eye. He kind of sounds like a shit. He sucks. I hate okay. him. I okay. actually like strong feelings. Okay. Um, yeah, he didn't sound that great, but you all said he was your friend, so I was just kind of going along with <laughs> he's him. N- he's not, he's Seisha's friend and was uh, Harold's friend, and I, I guess Vinley's friend? Vinley's definition of the word friend is friend very like loose. I have a friend <laughs> like that. He's, he's a tiefling. He, that was a real he, truth. <laughs> yeah. He worships a demon god. He's kind of my friend, but he's really just other people's friends, so I get that. Voss and I have never truly seen eye to eye, and I don't like the way he just blatantly disrespects absolutely everybody around him at all times. He believes he's smarter than everyone. He believes he, I guess, could kill everyone if he wanted or something. I don't really know, but like the arrogance is ridiculous. And that makes a lot of what you said make sense. But like, he—I don't even think he recognizes how arrogant he is. But the thing is, like, he's Seisha's first friend, and I can understand like how hard that can be to let go of and accept that maybe your friend isn't as great as you thought that they were. I don't know. Um... But, sorry, I lost track for a moment. You're all my first friend since here, and I can get that. It would be hard if I had to hate one of you. And we're also Vinley's first friend, and I mean, for the longest time... That's believable. Yeah, and for the longest time, I guess Harold was my only friend. Like, I had friends growing up, I guess, so you just weren't, like, close. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was more, uh, I don't know. Um, this is going to be a really awkward time to bring it up, but that's kind of my MO, it seems. Um, speaking of friendship, I, I've given something to everyone, and I haven't had a chance to give you yours. Oh, okay. Um, but yours is kind of, kind of a thing. Um, is it normally the, the, gives things? I, well, it's, this is going to come off very weird. Okay. But, um, if you could... Bear with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to look for somewhere clean to, to ask her to sit down. <laughs> In the field? Room? There's yep. nowhere. Oh, yeah. She's stressing it. Yep. You um, look around. There's some, it's cleaner. There's, yeah, it's cleaner. There's, 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 there's a few rocks. people um, if you who know precedentization. Sit down, because you're much taller than me. Okay. She sits down. Um... Don't forget. 
don't freak out. Okay, yeah, that's great. Um, and I'm going to go behind okay. her and um, from my bag pull out a set of hair beads. And she's going to um, slowly and methodically, like she's trying to remember something, uh, recite Dwarvish as she makes small braids in your hair and adds the beads. And there's about five beads um, that get braided into your hair. And she finishes and kind of takes a second and comes around and goes, um, so my kingdom is gone, but these beads are what gets passed down through my family to the next king or queen. And I really respect what you want to do for your people. And when I tried to think of things to give everyone, all I could think was, you deserve regal beads for your hair. And I don't know if I got all the words right, but I don't think that matters for you. Um, but yeah, they're, they're what the, my mother wore them, my grandmother wore them, Arguably, I should wear them, but I'm fucking queen of a memory. And I think you're going to be a wonderful ruler for your people, and I want you to feel like that, so I thought maybe the beads for your hair would make you feel it. Okay, that's... There is Oh, yes, no, it's okay, sorry. There is something um, you should understand, and she stands up and looks at you and says, I am not a queen. I know. I am a con. I know. And thank you for these beads, and I will wear them very proudly. You're going to be a great con. I know. I'm glad you know. I don't have a choice. It's... Someone has to do it. And I am honored that I get the opportunity. Someone has to lead, but not everyone has to be a good leader. And that's what sets you apart, your dedication. I'm trying to learn how to be a good leader and not do what my father did. I think you're off to a good start. Thank you. And echoing out from your blade, you hear a thousand voices. We live, we die. We live. We die. Um, now I really regret that we did this somewhere so public, oh my god. <laughs> you look around, you see that it's yeah. because it's the dead of night. There's, There's not many people about. I was staying up late to help. I 
appreciate that. I wish there was more that I could, you know, do to help the field ward immediately, but... You're welcome to stay and help me with the masonry. I can show you how. Sure, why not? And, you know, she, uh... I guess stays to help. <laughs> Will you take a level of exhaustion, or do you eventually pass out just from um, being tired? I'll probably eventually pass out just from being tired. I don't yeah. see you be really having the willpower to just stay up. Okay, yeah, <laughs> stays stays up to help eventually. One Karina looks fine. over, and he's like cradling <laughs> spatula knives. Karina's <laughs> just like okay. <laughs> and is it just Harold sleeping at no, troll school? Oh, okay. As uh, night and respite finds you, or not, that is where we're going to take our break. Oh, wow. Heavy first half. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit. A little bit. Happy Pride, everybody. (laughs) So the second half is the musical episode. (laughs) (laughs) The sequel is always Uh, If you have not done so already, please enter hashtag beyond hashtag Eldritch into the chat. Your chance to win uh, a gift card or a player's bundle. And uh, we'll be back in a few Oh, man, we're coming up on my favorite part. Uh, give me a second, and I'll get you a drink so you can listen to the rest. And we're back. <clears throat> it's it's only been a night uh, of <laughs> conversations. But it's been a night. Yeah. It's been a lifetime. Uh, they all kind of had some yeah emotional conversations about uh, Seisha's path. Uh, some more gifts were exchanged. And then they all kind of split up and went their own separate ways as Vinley uh, found... Some respite with Fala in their garden. Because they're the coolest person in the world. V found some solace in beating uh, an ogre's face as he gifted her a tooth from the fight. (laughs) (laughs) She gifted him a hundred gold. It felt bad for his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harold and Seja had uh, another conversation separately about... Mm. Harold's parents being used by the Doom Raiders. <laughs> Oopsies. Oopsies. Just be glad I told you. I am. Karina found a little taste of home as she went to the field ward and where all of the non-typical humanoid races live as they found refuge from calamities, very much like herself, as she stayed up throughout the night helping a turtle with some masonry work. Um, Seisha had some inward thinking and conversations. Uh, V talked to uh, someone who traveled with Salazar and found herself in the field ward where met up with Karina. Karina gifted her a set of beads in her hair that is a sign of royalty. She is a con. And everyone... But Karina has long, a long rested. rested. <laughs> Karina, do me a favor. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead and give me a uh, masonry tools roll. Um, that can be, I, I would say, dex or uh, instrument. It'd be more like intelligence. Yeah, or intelligence, knowing how to do it. But it could be either either one. Uh, your modifier plus your proficiency bonus. Unless you have a really good argument for a different skill. 
No, uh, so what, which one is this? You said like five. So it's so masonry tools, and what that'll be is it'll either be your dex mod yeah. plus your proficiency bonus or intelligence mod plus your proficiency bonus, your choice. Let's do dex. D oh. oh, nice. Oh. Wow. Nice. That, was that was a journey. That was a journey. That was a journey. It was a 19. It rolled off of my book into an 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, plus three. Plus three, plus three so, so yeah. 24. Yeah, 24. Uh, yeah, you mason the shit out of that place. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I gave him a little moat. Like, I did the little uh, keystone like, yeah. situation. But yeah, it works. You uh, tripled the output of masonry work that this turtle would have done wow. for the night. Damn. Yep. Thank um, you. For the week. <laughs> Karina is very emotionally satisfied. Great. She's satisfied with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a running gag now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you head back to the tavern once you're done? Yeah, once it hits daybreak, she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you get <laughs> lost, hyper-focused in your yeah. work. You turn around and the sun's coming up. That wonderful autism hyper-focus where you're like, one month of work now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, she kind of walk ashamed back to the tavern. <laughs> Filthy, yep. completely. Uh, Sation makes breakfast and lays it out in the common room. You pull from the bag. I'm pulling from the okay. bag. Um, We're not taking that <laughs> risk. Yep. Bag bacon. Should have taken that risk. I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just so lost in your thought that it kind of taints the food that you're pulling out. Everything's burnt. And it's, how do you burn milk? How did you do that? It's you should honestly go in some sort of record book for managing. Two percent, you lost the two percent. The two percent is burnt. It is 0.5 percent. I, I don't understand. There was no heat. How did I burn the milk? The milk is so burnt. You two look dirty. Well, oh. Oh. Oh yeah, we were working on the stuff for the thing she has in the field ward now, where we work on. I, I took I took some odd jobs bricks. in the bricks. field. Sorry, I forgot what we were making. No, it's okay. Hundred percent. We made cool. bricks. <laughs> Clay armor. Yeah, I took an odd job in the field ward, and um, a turtle with his brickwork. She's and, a turtle now. And V I'm helped me. Has anybody seen Venley? <clears throat> I know. I have seen a lot of bricks. Granite. Someone named Mia. Granite. And her. You're not here. Savard <laughs> flies by and goes, Granite. <laughs> I think, wasn't she like constantly doing sendings to. Oh, you know what? She said Fala was coming. Yeah, by they're probably. And she invited me and I didn't think it was appropriate for me. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I got stuff I gotta do. Are y'all cool or. Yeah. I should probably bathe. Yeah. I think about that time I walk in. Yep. <laughs> and. Uh, I'm flanked by two figures who have beautiful iron bones as I spend the extra four hours that I have doing my typical rituals, but I bring uh, to life a half-elf and a human corpse. Do you bring them to life, though? <laughs> In a manner of speaking. Uh, zombies or skeletons? Zombies. Okay. All right. 
I have a badge now. <laughs> the glee in your That means eye. people have to deal with the smell. Oh, Jesus. The worst. So I was going to say there's a twinkle you in your eye, but bring it's the out, glitter. Bring them out. Oh. It's Father's Day. I'm allowed. I know. <laughs> he okay. said that all during break. You you don't understand the puns. <sighs> all right. So. And I come into the common room. So, yeah. So, uh, Benley walks in flanked by two rotting corpses. Oh. That's new. Sort of. It's like half new. It's like the situation's old, but the bodies are new. Oh, no. These are the... The, the bodies are quite old. Did you have a nice night? Yes, it was very peaceful. Burnt milk? You don't want it. I oh. tried it. It, it oh is man. actually burnt. There was no heat involved. I don't I'm... know how... 0.2% milk. Point um, two what? Because the other percentage was just, just destroyed in the burning. But what percentage is this What else is in it? I if it's 2% milk, burnt. what's the n- rest of the 98%? Burn. Burn. This is only 0.2%. Wow. Anyway, I got a thing I got to do, but I will be back. Where are you going? I got to go see the cudgel. What? I don't know what that is. It's a loose, very, very loose ally. Yeah. But I promised him something, and I've got to go make good on it. It's not a weird, bad thing. It's kind of a closure thing for him. So, oh. So I gotta go Okay. do that. I promise, nothing shady, weird. Do you need to do it alone, or do you need people with you? I don't think he'd appreciate people with me. Okay, He's I'm not gonna go bathe. a people person. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes upstairs. Hey, um, before you go. Do you want to not bathe? I can just use magic. You can do that? Yeah, and I snap my finger. How tall are you? Five, no, four, five. Okay, then, yeah, that's a five-foot cube. <laughs> I clean the, an area that's five-foot yeah. cube. <laughs> so. Oh. Oh, that's so much easier. That's how all the elves on my island do it, truthfully. Oh, my gosh, I like that. I was shocked at the idea of a bathroom. Makes no sense. Why would you use the bathroom? Why wouldn't you because just use clean. the spell? Because they're clean. I gotta go. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna sit And Seisha pulls out the knee armor. I found this in my room. There was a clatter after you went up last night. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Was it that? I'm assuming it's the only thing that was out of place in my room. There was a what box happened? with these sitting out of them. They were your gift. Thank you. What do they say? Which part? Well, let's start with the part that's scratched out. Mighty is the heart of vengeance. And the new words? To whatever gods guard this land, please guard this one. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Cut to Harold. <laughs> <laughs> you traverse your way down 
from the North Ward to the Trades Ward as you snake your way deeper into the labyrinth that is the Merchant's District. You come to the solid white building made of polished stone and glass, and etched in the glass is the Tableau Vivant, the prestigious art gallery that houses the collection of Carnan the Cudgel's lifelike sculptures and his late wife's impressionist paintings. You think back to the imposing hobgoblin mobster that works for the Rose, but also to the hatred he held for the, quote, Six Syric worshipping fuck. As you grip the handle and look down at Thorn, the wicked dagger you stole when you left the Rose's organization, only to later realize it was a gift to his lead assassin, the man you killed only a day or so ago. You think about the wife Karnan lost, but also remember how terrifying he was when he gripped your shoulder as you stared down the statue of someone he had petrified. However, because of that loss, you were able to persuade him to be a spy against the man who had her killed and set him up with a connection inside the Red Wing, currently being run by Jarlaxle. As you enter this prestigious art gallery, you notice, just like before, almost every corner is filled with the haunting, lifelike marble statue and every wall covered in a powerful and entrancing painting. However, there is a new exhibit in the back of the room. Two or three small groups of people crowd around a live studio session as a familiar figure presses oil pigments across the canvas. Filling the walls of the room are a series of paintings of the terrifying monstrosities that roam Faerun. Watching Kalein, the bard who can make paint literally come to life, you see as Karnan the Cudgel, who looks on as she finishes up the painting his modeling hooded pet basilisks poses for. <laughs> the orangish pinkish hue man covered in dark fur and thick mutton chops looks over at you with his bright yellow beady eyes. He acknowledges you but does not disturb the crowd until the performance piece is over, in which he gathers his pet, thanks the people for attending the gallery. Kalane stays behind to help sell her work, but the hobgoblin man offers you privacy in his loft office that looks out over the gallery from behind a wall of darkened glass. And if you could make a perception or insight check. Um, let's see. They're the same, so I'll make an insight check, I think. Okay. Wow, 25. Whew. Um, not only does Karnan not look like you remember him, although he is still a big hobgoblin, and for most that would be terrifying and terrifyingly intimidating, but his demeanor is a little off, a little muddied. Softer? Softer. Maybe it's because everything you've been through since you've left Waterdeep, but you swear his imposing fear felt almost empowered last time you were here, and now it just looks a little bit lithe, a little bit less intimidating. He doesn't look roughed up by any means. I will step into his office and take a look around and I will kind of nod and say I, I like the new exhibit. 
So you have returned to the city. What brings you to my doorstep? Uh, I made a promise to you some time ago that we had a mutual enemy and that I would see to, to it that he was taken care of. And so after being gone for quite some time and coming back, I've just gotten done investigating what's going on with the Red Wing. Seems like things are still moving along. And uh, I brought a gift. I'm going to pull out a box, because I would imagine I'd have boxed it. Yep, that's fine. And I'll just hand it over to him. I'll hold it out for him, and I'll say, it's taken care of. And he'll take it a little cautiously and open it slowly, and then you see... He looks confused at first, as he stands stunned in silence. You watch as he drinks a small vial of antitoxin before he reaches in and picks it up and begins to thoroughly look it over, expecting the weight, the rose pommel, and he runs a thumb down the blade as it begins to bleed with ease. You killed the Harlequin. With help, but I killed the Harlequin. And you honor me with this gift. I thought I had my closure. He hurt both of us in ways that neither of us can really describe. And I thought for you, this was the closest thing to closure I could give you and your wife. This is a favor I will repay you one day. You don't have to take it as a favor, friend. This is just what's right. And I'll take the knife, put it back in the case, close it, and go to another uh, a painting, move it out of the way, stands in front of it so you can't see the combination, opens a vault, places it inside, very similar to how he operated at the casino. He, I'm not even watching him do it. I'm Mostly I'm watching Colleen down below, just kind of like a small smirk on my face because she seems so happy. You can see her interacting with patrons, talking about art. You can just, your, ins, your passive insight can just see the joy on her face as she talks about her painting. You said that you are checked on the Red Wing, so you know I have aided them with helping take down several Zentarum operations in the city. I'd heard a thing or two. Total lie. I have no idea. Uh, go ahead. Deception. Yeah. yeah. This should be fine. I'm me. <laughs> Don't roll one. Yeah, no, I'm fine. 22. Mm. Oh, so you rolled a two. <laughs> you rolled an eight? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're getting closer and closer. It's a 21. Okay. <laughs> Do you know they have created a new drug for themselves on the Black Network? I have not heard about this. They're calling it Stardust. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the, pipe, the pipes and the you know above the office. And, you know, it's, it's water deep. There's there's plumbing. Yeah, absolutely. They're you calling it what? Stardust. Do you know what it does? It only works on those attuned to the weave. 
Manchun found a way to stabilize the Harrow Dust, and it gives the user more control over the weave without the horrific effects of turning into those aberrant monsters. But from what I've seen, it still makes the flesh weaker and more malleable for duration. Not good. Not good. Any ideas on how we can stop it? I am unsure. I'll look into it on my side, see what I can find out. I believe they're mixing it with something else. Something already on the market has been for a while. What would that be? Hosper, I believe is what it's called. Okay, it's a good lead. I've only seen it on the network being sold, but I have encountered its uses in our altercations. I promise uh, I'll look into it and see what I can do. Rustle up some information, maybe we'll find a next step. There's something else I need to tell you. Of course. The item that was in the box you stole from Manchun when we first met. Yeah, I remember. It's rumored to be the reanimated lich arm that was severed from Manchun by the mad mage Halister Blackcoat. That's quite an item. He was originally going to use that box as a way to gain allegiance with the gold-masked mage himself. He tried to hunt you down and was going to force you to broker the deal between the two tyrants as you were the one that caused them caused him not to have the bargaining chip. Can't say I entirely blame him. I did kind of screw that up for him, huh? But you've been gone a while, and his machinations needed to move more quickly. What happened? He somehow offered something that plays into Manchun's hand, but what it is, I do not know. But I know it does not bode well for this city but I could care less about that. As long as I get to kill that son of a bitch that stole my wife from me. I can tell you also that, as you know, the Rose never does anything without having a plan and set for himself. I don't know exactly what he was after, but I know it was an item Manchun apparently acquired from the Lord of Liches, Larlock, the Shadow King. I have a specialist that knows a few things about things like that. Maybe they'll be able to help. Sounds extremely dangerous. So... What are the odds now that when I walk the streets of the city, they're still going to come after me knowing what I've done? You've, you see a crooked grin kind of creep across his face. You've been a thorn in his side for some time. The irony isn't lost on me. 
Manchun, I don't know. But I think his focus is turned elsewhere now. The rose, on the other hand, stays in Skullport mm-hmm. as the new Xanathar. Yeah. No way we could try a frontal assault there. Not yet. You would be fighting a city. Brother, I am the city. He smirks and looks out the window. This new exhibit, pretty impressive stuff. I've heard of Colleen before. There was years people called her mad, locked herself away in a tower, but recently has put herself out on the market looking for a gallery. Seems like she found the best one in Waterdeep. One could say that, yes. And he kind of looks down, he's like, I met her in that tower. Full disclosure. I was there. Um, I've seen what she can do. The two of you have a natural gift for dangerous art. In exactly what way? It's been a while, but my understanding was we came there to try to discuss some things with her in an effort to kind of give her some sort of peace so that she could leave the tower. She'd been up there for some time and, you know, call me soft. But I don't like to see artists struggle. It's kind of a bard thing. So I guess thanks to you, she is now here after your little pep talk. I don't want to take credit for that. I think she's here probably because of you. But her leaving the tower, whether my words had something to do with it or not, I'm just glad she's free of it. She seems much happier here than she was there. Hopefully soon we will all be free of things that weigh us down in our past. We will be. I'll see to it. I can't wait to drive his dagger through his heart and turn him to stone before he takes his last breath so I can relish that last moment of pain forever. Karnan, you're an intense guy. I like it. I'm going to roll deception because Harold's like, that is the most terrifying shit I've ever fucking heard. Uh, hey, that one was a, that one was a nine. So that one is a 20, uh, 22. Okay. Is there anything else we need to discuss? No, I don't think there's anything we need to discuss. If there's anything else you wanted to talk about, I've got time. I'd advise you not to show your hands so bluntly if you do go to Ruffle Feathers. He is more powerful than he was less than half a year ago. 
The beautiful thing about the Red Wing is that it is subtle. Subtle enough that it's hard to truly grasp where they are and where they aren't. Me being a part of it makes it pretty difficult for me to act bluntly. But I won't go riding in any weird carriages, that's for sure. It's probably for the best idea. Yeah. I don't like being cornered between three people with so much power. I can assure you the Red Wing only has your best interests at heart. I know you've heard it before from both the other sides, I'm sure, but I assure you, when this is done, it's done. You can live whatever kind of life you want here in this terrifying gallery. Fear is such a strong emotion. The strongest. Yes. I'll leave you to it. And Harold will turn sweat beginning to beat on his forehead as he's like, jeez, I'm in over my head. <laughs> and uh, he'll head out. Um, he will stop at the door. Would it offend you if I spoke with Colleen before I left? I do not own her. Very well. Harold appreciates that response and we'll head down the stairs. It's like, hey, he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy, all right? <laughs> he's a bad but, guy, but he's not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I will drop down. We don't have to role play it if you don't want yeah. to. He, he'll just go check on Colleen, be like, you know, are you enjoying it here sort of thing, and then um, and then he'll head out. Yep. Uh, you get um, elation and stuff like that. She does comment on the, the creepiness of uh, the intensity of a lot of the statues yeah. and the subject matter. Uh, a lot of them seem to be petrified in fear. But hey... <laughs> Fear is a very strong emotion. <laughs> the strongest. <laughs> That's what he'll say to that. Uh, but you head out? Are you heading anywhere in particular? There's one last guy I gotta talk to. I need to talk to Joel Axel. Okay. Uh, I need to talk to Com- Commander Bane Ray. Commodore Zord. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> or, uh, my own nipple suit. <laughs> I, I forget. Oh, the nipple suit. I forget the uh, the persona he has for um, the theater, but you make your way into the dock ward just past the edge. JB never caught. No, that's another name. Can that's I make a real quick observation, mm-hmm. by the way? Mm-hmm. It is a very different impact when Harold calls someone working for him friend versus boss's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, that, that just really struck me. <laughs> well, yeah, one's expendable and one's but, not. Uh, you make your way down to the Seven Masks Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that uh, before it was the Love Triangle Pirates Booty play that was, but now it's well into the Mad Mage, as that is the new play that is going on. And uh, you see the automaton inhabited by a ghost that greets you. Um, wrong Kwan, Mystere. Yeah, Wrong Kwan, Mystere. Um, <clears throat> greets you and uh, would you like one ticket for tonight's showing? No, I'm actually here to see Mr. Mystere. We have a a meeting. It's not planned, but I'm sure he'll understand. And for a second, there's a Really quick flash of ethereal movement as the automaton kind of slumps for a second. 
and then it comes back and you see the eyes like rotate and change and he is expecting you and then they change back I will head back there a little once again the sweat begins to bead on his forehead as he's like this <laughs> this gambit is getting scarier every second <laughs> I mean you you have a lot of control in this gambit but I you're, do you're yeah. playing with big but yeah, Pick it's shorts. like all it has to do is fail one deception check, and everybody like, wait a second, he's an he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he bamboozled us. That's that dumb motherfucker. It's his dump stat. Uh, <laughs> so I will head towards the back, uh, I, where I know his office is. Yeah, you go up the stairs and uh, kind of like where the like almost like Carnans is there, looks out over the theater. And Crazy how these powerful people like to see everything going on in their place. <laughs> it's just smart. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, damn, we need a room like that in the tavern. Or ben, like, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just open the ceiling to leave the common room. <laughs> We've got we got guys for that now. Yeah. Steering order strong. And um, as you walk in, you don't see any of the forms you've seen before. You just see a haunting, shrouded figure draped in red and as he removes the hood with uh, a gilded hand turns around and you see him now holding the foppish uh, oh man cavalier hat Mm -hmm. Uh, and he tosses it to the coat rack as he spins around and places his feet up against the desk and eye patch eye looking over at you Mr. Hamilton, welcome back to the City of Splendors. How do you back, Commander Bainray? Oh, please. Don't be formal. It's... Oh, I haven't had enough drink for that. Fair enough. Jarl Axel, it's good to see you, man. That's better. That's better. And how goes your return? It's... Two, day and a half, two days now? Yeah, it's been Bye-bye. about a couple of days, I think, and it's been a... Uh... Eventful, just like pretty much every other day. But, you know, hey, well, we'd be bored if it wasn't. Before we get any further, I want to personally apologize for Norrell having a hand in the capture of your halfling paramour. If he had done as his brother asked, perhaps you would not have had to call him to mend his mistakes. However, I am glad to know that business is dealt with. Also, somewhat related... My life and the lives of other Breggans were spared from an assassination attempt thanks to your paramour. Apparently, a coup was gathering in the footholds of the city by Drugir houses of Minzo Branzen. You see, my sister is matron mother of House Bainray, the leading house of the city of spiders. I care not for the politics, but I often find myself in the middle of it anyways. We could have handled the situation, but... I don't look, look a uh, gift Quagoth in the mouth. Fair enough. What can I say? My uh, paramour, as you call her, she's got a knack for being in the right place at the right time. So Naro tells me. Hmm. She is thankfully back home. There are no hard feelings towards you, Bregendae Arthur, especially not Narl. Narl is, as I have always considered him, one of my closest friends. And... I didn't call him in an effort to make amends. I called him in an effort for him to have his revenge, which I knew he'd want. So I have heard. 
how goes things on your end regarding the uh, Red Wing and our little... Uh... Oh, well, the Red Wing ruse has been fun, I must say. Amongst help from the Doom Raiders, your friend Karnan, my Bregans, and others have recruited from the most, the more desperate wards within the Splinters. Mm. We have caused quite a ruffle into the feathers of Manshoon. I will add that if he did not truly believe me to be another of his former clones, there would be much more bloodshed in open attacks. But he thinks he's going up against someone of equal mind and therefore has been more cautious in his approach as to not make himself also vulnerable in the process. I am thankful for this because I cannot match his ability to manipulate the weave. Perhaps. But... Too bad for him, he is going up against someone who is his better in subterfuge. That's the truth. So he's buying it, is what you're saying. He totally believes that, the, that this is another Manchun. That means things are going the exact way we want it to, and in a way that doesn't require a whole bunch of people dying. You've got actual people on board. That means the Red Wing is actually a faction now, which is hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, so much so we've started another revolution, war, I don't know, whatever you want, scuffle in the streets. Really? Hmm. Harold kind of sits there, he's trying not to let on that it's like, oh, well, that's more intense than I expected, but okay. Uh, he will kind of... So now that we've got Manshun's attention and we've got him on the ropes, have you heard anything about the Rose and what's going on with him? Not much. Whispers have come my way that he has been doing a lot down in the underbelly of the city. Skullport. Doing a lot of chess moving. Moving well, the pieces. He is... We caught wind of a meeting between him and Manchu. I heard about that too. I do not know what was said, but they both left that meeting. It means that they had some sort of conversation and it wasn't a fight to the death. And they both left that meeting with a pep in their step, if you will. Not really, because neither of them are one to pep or step. That's the truth. Carriage-riding bastard. So if that's the case, then Karnan believes that it's possible that there was a trade between the two of them, a powerful item. What do you think the odds are we could figure out what that is before he uses it on one of us? Depends on how soon he's willing to use it. Something tells me if he hears I'm in the streets or knows I'm back in town, which by now he has to. Without a doubt. God. That leaves us with not many options. Me being here is dangerous. And it's only a matter of time before they catch wind about Petunia. But, you have a servant of Agma, do you not? Perhaps you could figure it out. Sort of, kind of. Raises an eyebrow. Carol does not elaborate. Tell people my business. <laughs> well, I will say that... Things have been very good here. Very good. In fact, 
Your friend has secured the future of both Bregendearth and Luskin. And soon, we will have sole control over modernized weaponry. <sighs> Which friend is this? Mr. Ronto. Oh, is that so? Do it tell. Is. Our latency firearms are being improved upon. With the help of a few benefactors, we'll be going into mass production soon. What are you planning to do with all that firepower? Well, it's safe to say that the field ward will be the most heavily protected ward once the experimental issues go out to the new bully field guard and watch. That's so. So then, that's what they're going to do. What are you going to do? Well, Luskin is not just a shithole, but I'm going to sell them to the Lord's Alliance and make a damn fine profit on it. All right. Harold, I'm, I feel like I have to make a deception roll because Harold just put together exactly what Seisha was talking about. Uh, I have to it make would a, be an, uh, a deception to hold your composure. Yeah, to hold composure and okay. not show the fact that I'm infuriated that this is what's going on. It's like motherfuckers arming people. He's trying to make an army. Uh, something else that you see while you, all of these gears are clicking into place, there's a new weapon at his side. There is, on one side, his rapier, and at the other, a very familiar longsword that was the held by the ruler of Daggerford. Oh, shit. Harold's putting even more pieces together now. My friend, Mr. Rano, I see he paid you. Oh, of course. I honestly did not think he would get it. That right. <laughs> Natural <so>. one. <gasps> Harold is clearly perturbed. Mm -hmm. He's trying real hard to hide it, but Jarlassel sees right through it. Mm -hmm. That's funny that that's how he's uh, handling himself these days. It surprises me. I can see that. Yeah. You see, I heard something different from Mr. Ronto at the time. Mr. Ronto's a man who likes to make a lot of plans and then not tell his friends what kind of plans those are, but it's all kind of uh, coming together for me now. Hmm. You know, I can see that. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Jill Axel. When it comes to what it is he's doing and how he's armed Luskin, which of course I... And this is not a deception. Of course I respect the fact that anything that makes Bregendearth more powerful is ultimately a good for both of us. Oh, we had latency weapons in, um, amongst our mitts, but we didn't know how to mass produce them. Something that Leighton Laton holds very close. But we were able to figure it out. And, well... Let's just say, perhaps, uh, perhaps if Manchun does catch us, we got a little something extra for him. I see. And once you're done with Manchun, then what? Depends on where the money takes us. 
I'm going to roll insight. Okay. Harold, Harold, having heard there's going to be a scientific revolution, is like, oh, no. Not my buddies. <laughs> Not now. You know, it's Damn crazy. political campaigns. 18 insight? 18? He's kind of hard to read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it. But you're not. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I don't give two shits what happens to this city. In the sense that I got what I wanted. And that's Luskin. But I'm not here to join a revolution. I'm not here to join a war. I'm having fun. That I I've had enough war in my time growing up in Menzo Branson. Have you ever been to Menzo Branson, Mr. Hubbleton? I can say I haven't. I can say you haven't either, because you're still alive. Because my sisters, well, would have you hung up and under a whip in no time. Sounds kinky. Mm. Yes, until the spiders get involved. Harold sweats. Like, because I rolled one of my deception, Harold's clearly because trying to hide how scary this is. A city devoted to the Spider Queen. Yeah. Where we males literally have to fight to survive. Most of my day off, broken houses that have, you know, been taken and demolished by lesser houses, looking to get ahead in her favor. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, I don't really care what happens, but the Lord's Alliance would pay very well for that kind of firepower. To protect not just this city, but all of the Sword Coast. What do you think is going to happen when Mr. Rondo finds out that you're not on board for the reason he likely gave these to you? I don't give a damn. I believe Probably that get a, that scowl he has on his face where he just scrunches up and gets really quiet. And I have dealt with many a Mr. Ronto. I believe that too. Many a rose. More than one man tune now. Two gods damn many. Well. Okay. You see, because I can't decide, I can't hide it. He he's relieved. He believes what you're saying, whether it's true or not. Okay. So, what what do you think our next step is? Well, that depends on what you're after in this grand ruse. Manchun is powerful enough that I'm not certain we can fight him directly yet. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind the opportunity to at least put that part to bed if there was a way to start moving towards the reveal. 
There is... I... Again, I don't know. He's moving on something big, though. I don't know what to. I've not been able to uncover anything in our raids here and there. Again, we're just... We're just kicking the anthill. Yeah. We are the distraction. That's and that's good. all we will be. And all we have is... You know... But... We've heard whispers of something called Project Giant Star. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it's for. Someone write that down. I already did. Thank you. Could uh, heard about that. Could be. Could be this new stardust on the streets. Could be. Heard about that too. More. Could be something else. Maybe they're finally trying to bring down that cursed day star. <laughs> kind of, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, kind of like a, all right, whatever. <laughs> he uh, smiles. So, I think what we'll do is look into it from our side and try to figure out what this giant star stuff is and whether or not we can do something to put an end to it. And we'll continue to do what we do. I appreciate you. And that's, you know, hit the hornet's nest with a stick. You're doing a great job. It's fun, like I said. Plus, it keeps me from being bored. But I will say that my time in the city is coming to an end. Oh. That's true. Well, <laughs> I have other places that require my, you know, good looks. Could I ask a favor then? Mm. Small one. Whenever you do leave, I'm going to need that golden hand. Mm. Somebody's got to take up the mantle, and I'm the guy for the job. Oh, yeah, I see. I mean, this was your performance. I'm just an actor. Yeah, that's all you are. That's all I am, too. But if we're going to keep this up, somebody's got to keep the pressure up. And I think the only person almost as good as you, of course, is me. Hmm. We shall see. Very well. I appreciate your time, Joe Axel. And uh, have fun kicking the anthill. Always. Harold will tip his hat, and uh, it will, as he puts it back on, it turns into the same cavalier hat with an acorn hanging off the side, and I will turn and walk out. So instead of the the white, or it's not, it. Very strange plume Bird. feather. What yeah, if it, it had the plume, but the pin holding it in place with sure. the acorn? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, his is purple, so it fits your attire very much. Absolutely. So, um, oh, all right. Harold can return, unless everybody else wanted to skedaddle, uh, if you guys want to learn what he learned. I would like to learn what he... Actually, oh God, yeah, I'm going to stick around because I don't know any better. Okay. Uh, is anybody else doing anything, or are we waiting for Harold? I have no plans for the I day. I don't have any plans. Yeah. Um, if you guys are up for it, I need to go see Bonnie. Something's going on, and uh, I'd like to take the group and go to the Yawning Portal. Okay. Can we... Just real quick, I just have to run into whatever shop we pass where I can get colored chalk. I always leave. Um, if you want to run to Trinkets and Trunkets right now, I'm sure they have it. Okay, yeah, just a quick stopover. Yeah, it's it's yeah. two minutes up the road. Easy enough. Yeah, 
And she's going to buy one of every color. And every color makes a different note when it's used. Amazing. Amazing. And she'll buy all of those and get a ribbon from them as well to tie them up to give them to Leaf. Okay. Easy enough. Uh, Leaf is very thankful for this, especially in the timely manner. Wonderful. You, you get a, all right, you can stay. <laughs> and it's one letter in every color. <laughs> <laughs> she'll just draw a small heart <laughs> in the bottom corner. Uh, and that would be uh, two gold for awesome. all of those. Uh, but eventually, after waiting at the bar, just kind of mingling, hanging out with Kara and the kids. I stay upstairs. Okay. I hang out with the kids. Noted. <laughs> uh, hanging out with Pixel and Dacklin and stuff like that. Getting I to get know. into a Mage Hand slap fight with uh, Pixel. Dacklin like, gets involved. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, Dacklin, Dacklin. Yep. Stay out of this um, one. And I go, whoops. <laughs> with the Mage Hand. Because she's still a kid. Pixel beats you. <gasps> because her Mage Hand is invisible. Uh-huh, I oh. can't see it. And I'm like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Leaf, stop helping her. Uh, but getting to know you, Karina, as the the two uh, gnomes, uh, child uh, like wonderment. One is having a, a young boy that's very much a young boy in the sense of like causing like fart noises and messing with patrons, as, yeah. um, and the other one is kind of like a, a, a sassy, um, roguish. It's you kind of lose her in the crowd a couple of times. Fantastic. Check I'm, your coin purse. I'm going to uh, make both of them some constellation flowers. Amazing. Oh. Love it. Uh, they are completely enamored and uh, Dac- teach them how to do those little like the the like wee daisy necklaces mm-hmm. that kids make. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I have an answer. Could we possibly retcon Venley having given us all the uh, telepathic link? Today? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's been said yet. I haven't casted it yet. Uh, Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's a new day. Yeah. Do you have it? I do. Prepared? Okay. It's a ritual. I can do it whenever. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. It has to be recast every hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just bewildered by your ability to pluck stars out of, you know, it's daytime. They're like, how are you doing this? (laughs) And you create this wreath of little flowers and you see that there's a pause with Pixel as she's looking at a wreath of stars. She's still enamored by your ability to do this, but something was giving her a little bit of pause before she like puts it on as a crown. Are you alright, little one? Yeah, I'm fine. You don't have to play strong for me. Uh, I'm, I'm very strong. You are. You're amazing. Yeah. I'm, like, super strong. But is there something bothering you? I'm not as strong as V. Well, that's okay. Yeah, nice. You have to work at it. Where's... Where's Mr. Ronto? Who's Mr. Ronto? Uh... You don't know. And what's your passive insight? 
Uh, my passive insight is 17. 17. You can see that she is actively trying to think of other things to talk about. Like, uh, he is, he was part of the BFGs. He did come by and say that in, I think mom said that he was leaving for a little while. Oh, I think that might be their friend. He's on a little trip. Okay, cool. Uh, so... Do you want to hear a story? I love stories. Wonderful. Do you want to hear a story about an island that moves because it's a turtle? A turtle's that big? This or one is. Or is that island that small? <laughs> He's got a point. I'm the smart one. It was big enough. It was big enough. It took me all day to walk across it. Well, I mean, you're kind of small. Yeah. I mean, it's still a pretty big island, though. <laughs> She's obviously like half yeah. your size. Oh yeah. Rita's <laughs> like absolutely used to dealing with kids. She's like, yeah. Uh huh. Cool. And uh, yeah, I want to hear all about it. Yeah, so, and she's just going to launch into telling him all about this turtle island. Uh, and, and you see there's a huge relief, kind of, like, good, we're not talking about it. And then, eventually, Harold walks in through the door. I come in, I high-five Bubbles, I high-five Aisho, and I step through the doors, I point to Leaf. I realize I'm not pointing at Leaf because he's writing over there, so I point to Leaf. <laughs> uh, Somebody drinking is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, enjoy the drinks. And I go back to. I don't want to uh, imagine the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Aisha <laughs> would bop me in the back of the head. <laughs> I will. That won't stop you. I, I know it won't. That'll just encourage me more. I will go to uh, the group and I will high five Daclan and Pixel. And then I will say, hey, folks. Uh, Hi. Learned some stuff. You notice that Seisha is not down here. Where's our fun-loving upstairs? Still getting ready for the day. We should go upstairs real quick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dixel and Packlin. Oh my gosh! Did you cast a spell on me? What did you do? My brain. It's not working. Yeah, that's right. And I will. I'll pretend. <laughs> you, you feel like this on your head. <laughs> oh, 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 it's so... It's the midget. And I will pretend to run yeah. out as though they have... We're so powerful! The most powerfulest ever. Tell you what, if you behave yourselves, next time we got a free moment, I'll tell you all about a city underwater. Did it drown? No. Okay, is that the real water deep? It is in deep water. Mind blown. But the I'll only tell you more so if you behave. Why? Because there's where where is their deep water here? Where? This is this is a city above ground. That is obviously a deep water city. Fair. But yeah, yeah. you gotta behave or I don't tell you nothing. They look at their mom. But you only have to behave until I tell you the story. Like, uh, Kara is smiling. Ah, I got someone on my side. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah, I'll head upstairs. Uh, Kara will st- stop by and do like, can you just like a 10 day? Yeah, oh, I'll wait. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, and eventually you make your way up to the common room. Yeah, and I walk past Kara and I'm like, oh, when was that time off request you needed? I'm making y'all's schedule today <laughs> for the next like eight months. So I know you put in a, a beach day request with the kids, so send me a note for that. <laughs> Yeah. Your inner good. manager is showing. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to make sure it's in ADP by 3 p.m. By 3 p.m. at least two months before it happens. Okay? Cool. Love you. Um, right. Finger right. gun my way back up the stairs. <laughs> Here's somebody said, there's a lot of finger guns today. <laughs> finger ones. Finger ones. Yeah, finger ones. Yeah, we'll get upstairs. You're Soon in the common room, I'm assuming? Yes. Cool. V still upstairs or downstairs? The, uh, the group is still going. Oh, we're in the common room. We're going up. Yeah, I, I saw the group. Okay. All right, I will get into the common room, uh, and I will begin to explain everything I just learned because they have it written down and I don't. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Interesting. Basically, so I learned about um, Stardust. Stardust, which Here. is a new Here. drug. <laughs> Thank you. It's the <laughs> Big one on yeah. the bottom there. <laughs> uh, so there was. <laughs> can you read my writing? I can. Your writing's beautiful, actually. It's, I just don't know. My phrasing's bad. I don't know what those words mean. Uh, the note taking. <laughs> assassins attempt, uprising attempted the against. Bane Ring. Bane Ring. Yeah. Okay. That was Drew Gear. But for brevity's sake, yes. you relay yeah. the information yeah. that, that everybody yes. at the table heard. Good deal. Absolutely. Thank you. Because I, I I'm, focused, I'm focused on performance more no, than like good. knowledge or tension. Uh, yeah, so you learn about uh, the new Stardust. You know, uh, learn about a deal brokered between the two powerhouses of the underbelly. That's horrible. Uh, yeah. I also think there's a very good chance that they are looking for me in the streets, and the moment that they have the opportunity to do something about me, the Rose is going to do something about me. We could make one of them look like you. And I turn my head to the half-elf corpse. It's... That's a zombie. I don't think that they're going to fall for that. No. It doesn't have enough swag. Should we squirrel you away? That's a thought. Venli's little hold holds her friends. Uh, that would suffocate him. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't really don't know how the hole works. You have to leave it when you open. pick it up. It's just. Oh. Mm. Uh, the other very important part of that conversation is that the mm-hmm. rumor that Manchun had something from Larlock. Yeah. The, the Lich King and uh, yes, the, yeah, so Shadow I'll King specifically turn to you and I'll be like, no, I don't know much about Lich. Lich them, but that seems much more your purview. I would love to know what your take is on the whole Warlock situation. I think that's a horrible situation that, frankly, I don't want to be involved in. Is is this person really called Larlock the Lich, like the triple L? I feel like I missed an H. I could have been triple H. Remember what we said about saying very powerful names? <laughs> Isn't that powerful? Yeah, he's like. A huge. Okay. Uh, Harold, go ahead. And the Lich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and two people can roll uh, this, trying to recall information. So uh, intelligence disadvantage. Sure. Because I remember. You remember everything? I th- I think so. He rules that city. I just don't remember the proper names. Uh, I got a nine. 
a nine, uh, you'll know this. You'll at least remember that on your way to Daggerford, there was the rumors of like, don't sing this song created by bards because if you sing this song in a certain area, you go disappearing because the Shadow King will take you. Oh, he like is the Shadow, Shadow King. King. Yeah, yeah. Got it. He's like, remember that guy we found and I pull out a really shitty looking crown and a really shitty looking bone staff? Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that God, guy, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He was a servant Keldor. He was a servant of Harlock. That, that guy? And we should be scared of this guy? He's hiring buffoons. <laughs> you take what you I can mean, get. have you seen an Yeah, imp? how many liches come wandering your way, I guess? <laughs> he did say that. He did say that. Um, but no, so people that's... who go to his city never come back. The only person that I own, the only person I know of who has been able to go to the city that Larlock rules and come back alive is Manshun. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then what was it that, what do we think it is that Manshun got his hands on? So wait, who's Manshaco Cheese? Manchaco Cheese is this very, very powerful guy. Who's killed us. He's both. killed both of us. And then he came into our bar to try to broker a peace <laughs> in which he killed one of our servers. And turned him into an undead. And then we promised him we wouldn't dabble in his affairs any further. After which... Not all of us. That's sure. I did not. No, I super did. I did I not. super did. I did not. I, on the other hand, did, I and ever that. since then, I have been secretly waging a war with a made-up faction in town. I, I, Hard I, pause. I think I've explained that to everybody at this point. You yeah. have, yeah. but we should probably put up some precautions, yeah? Sure. Oh, oh yeah. The thing. I go around <laughs> and I put down the private sanctum. There's been multiple times we've been spied on in our common room. Yeah, I try to make lunch. Oh. Yeah, we continue to speak freely. Should I just forget a lot. Here? I do too. You can smoke in here. It's yeah. fine. Okay. What do you say? What? Oh, I just wanted to make sure it was okay to smoke in here. Oh, yeah. If we're getting spied on, I don't know what people feel about that. Yeah? Why would people feel anything about that? About smoking? Smoke whatever you want. <laughs> I have mushrooms in my bag if you wish to have mushrooms. They're funky we, mushrooms. Uh, really we should not do that right now. Again? Let's not do that right now, but I'll let you try what I have later. And uh, we'll All talk. Right. Well, once we're in the sanctum, I will say, we promise not to interfere with Manishun any further. I, of course, was lying and immediately made a faction that is not real called the Red Wing and have been tricking him into thinking... Manishun's this guy, his power, basically besides the fact that he's an extremely powerful mage, is that there's a lot of him mm-hmm. roaming around. Lots of copies of him. Uh-oh. And they so all think they're the real one. And they're all as dangerous as the first one. And then no one knows whether or not they're real, Until including him. So... So I tricked him into thinking that another one has come into town looking to take over his operation. Oh, that's bad. It's, no, it's brilliant. It's bad. For him, great way. because it's the brilliant. only thing that scares Manchun is, is Manchun. Yeah. yeah, but what if he finds out it's fake? I'm we'll a really that. good liar. I'm going to say, we haven't gotten there yet, but once we do, we'll figure it out. But, yep, Sorry. it'll probably <laughs> involve perfect. a fight. Yeah, what? Oh, but no, we are going to kill him. 
Yes. Before. Every single one. We of were us. much weaker back then. We knew a lot less than mm. we know now. And okay. realistically, I have a speaking, new necklace. So that tends to help. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, Vinley, I brought you this tooth. <laughs> Is this an ogre tooth? Half work. Half work? It's so large. An oh, ogre? Yeah. Oh no, the lady was half work. Yes, yes. Sorry, it is an ogre tooth. Sorry. See, I knew it. <laughs> so Have you ever seen what this does to a thigh bone? I would I'm not know. interested. But we have been Gorgeous. working very hard on. Uh, I basically have made up an enormous faction in town that now all the criminal world believes is totally real, and it's actually kind of becoming real, which is getting a little bit out of my hand. That's um, not great. It's not great, but it's better than not having any way to fight Manchun. It's also better than it actually being us. So we now know that Manchun, in his desperation, has gone to the Rose, who is like his sworn enemy, like the big, that there's also two. like enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right, exactly. We got the Zentarum, we got the Xanathar. They're the two major factions okay. in town. Zentarum is like It's a lot. They have the very similar market. names, so it's poor planning. Yeah, oh my god, my brain, every time I'm like, which, which, there's like left, left and left. Manchun is over the Zentarum, which is like the black market. It's not only just a criminal enterprise, it's also an enormous e economical, like, place where yeah. you can go and buy pretty much anything. anything. I, I have black markets where I'm from. Right, but this particular one has actually helped the city in past occasions when very, very yeah. desperately needed. It's hard so, to make money if the city doesn't exist. On the other hand, there's the Xanathar, which is more just kind of like a crazy gang that's very, very powerful. Um, and they they tend to follow the person that is called the Xanathar. We killed the first Xanathar, which was a beholder. Did you well, have beholders? the last yes. Xanathar. Well, the last Xanathar. Look, well, we, this is his ring. <laughs> well, okay. And I hold up a but ring on this finger. Quite, quite nice. Ours was not. Okay. Ours tried to kill us over a goldfish. That actually Granted. still tracks for a beholder. Cool. Mm -hmm. So we killed this beholder, cool. and the Rose, who is the guy that initially I worked for before uh, I went, you know, clean and tried to live a better life. When you uh, fell into a bag. Yeah. He took the position. So the two of them feasibly should not like each other because typically these two factions are constantly warring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because of the Red Wing, they're teaming up. They're so teaming up. The gangs that are both pretty brutal are teaming up because you made up a fake bad guy. To scare. And it's, and I, I it's may getting have had, a little out of hand. And I may have had a very powerful person pretend to be Manchun uh, and like oh. go around tricking people and then go around kicking the hornet's nest. But this is the only way to keep Manchun from just killing everybody in the streets. Is, so I'm where really is, going to need to learn how to protect you all. Where is the Rose now? Is he... Skullport still sitting under the city, and apparently he's making very subtle moves. He is in a very comfortable position, whatever is going I on. I couldn't he's imagine him and Skullport. I know it's, it's like filthy. Isn't that where we were when we went around? No. no. You, oh, wait. We, we talked about Skullport it. while okay. we were there. Got it. Okay, so the, the Xanathar's lair that you helped blow up yeah. did have a connection to Skullport. Got it. That's where we got, saw the guy get stabbed in the middle of the street, and we were like, we have to help him, and we were like, don't. You yeah. actually have never set foot in uh, Skullport. Yeah. You've only ever heard of That was in the Xanathar lair that you uh, saw yeah. that. Skullport was just given a huge upset 
with the reforged ring being overthrown. Regardless. There's a power vacuum there. Yeah, exactly. That's And he's going to be seizing on it, most likely. This makes sense. He's... The Rose himself is is less self-obsessed than Manchun, and in my opinion, more dangerous because he is more strategically minded. Manchun is more dangerous as an individual. I don't know if the Rose can fight at all. I'm sure he probably can. Mm. I know he was an assassin before he became the head of his organization, but, right? I, I, you're, you're correct. Uh, more uh, uh, remembering roles. So, uh, uh, intelligence, uh, disadvantage. Sure. So, whoever wants. Oh, wow. Not bad. 13. 13, okay. Oh, Jesus. Eight. Eight? Okay. You remember learning after, find like, the calling card of the rose is a rose left on the dead body. But there was also another calling card that you didn't really have. There was a hand with a skull in it and an upside-down triangle as a symbol of the dead three. Got it. That's which one? That's the Cyric? That's all of them. All of them. That's the Death Oh, oh. Yeah. Bane, Ball, and Mercule. It's an element of each of their... Yeah. That makes sense. Then Alex, I, I, and I remember that being on the bodies that he left the mm-hmm. rose with. Or painted on walls or something like that. And I'll explain uh, that then. Yeah, so uh, Harold brings up the fact that the rose is somehow tied to the Oh, Death shit! Okay. What? That was... What? The, the, the uh, dead three servants were meeting in Skullport talking about getting revenge for the time of troubles. What? Yeah, that, uh, that's something I found out the other night when I was rumor gathering. Um, so you think Manchun the Rose? No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. No. This is getting way out of hand. No. Yes. Uh, and it has something to do with that lich. I don't like this. Make it stop. This is really. I would love to. This is really bad. I want to get off this road. Yeah. So that means the two biggest gangs in town and this super powerful lich are all somehow tied to the dead three <laughs> and likely doing something with that that may even tie all the way back to the Elder Eye, whether they realize it or not. That would explain why we saw Mercule. Right. Seisha roll a, a, a remembering roll. Remember. Who's going to be kind? Remember all. Remember, it's a disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> 15 plus okay. intelligence. Intelligence, 17. 17. Oh, remember when we knew You remember knew asking this. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember when we just knew everything. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. You remember asking the stone about Larlock, the Shadow King. And one, if you want to look at your notes yep. before I, yeah, okay, cool. So let's see if you get it. All right. Uh, da, da, da. First drive. There it is. Aisha starts to sit down with a, her notebooks and starts going through them. So if you want to continue role playing, go, go on. I've, so, I've so with that having been said. Manchun right now is not interested in us. Whatever Manchun's interested in is elsewhere. The Rose, however, really has it out for me right now and is likely loading up a carriage right now for me to accidentally wander my way into. Fuck. It's a real problem. He's done this to me ever since I first met the guy. Fucker loves his carriages. What if the Red Wing 
starts visiting Skullport. Since it seems that they're all converging there. I'm pretty sure that they already have on some occasions, but they haven't gathered any information. Could we find a criminal that wants to make a name for themselves and bestow the title upon them? I don't know that many criminals, like, on a personal, friendly level. Oh, I imagine easy I know a few. Are we fucked? Yeah, but are they, like, good enough to take yeah. a role? We're fucked? A little bit. Why, why, why? Because the Shadow King had the blood of a ninju sheep gampo. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds awful, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with V on this one. I have I, no I'm idea. right there with her. I don't know, and I'm scared. Yeah. The what last is essence of a god. They what? It was the last essence of a god. And they using it for what? He had it. So that means my the lich e had it. My oh. ego is stupid. If I thought it was about, it's not about me. It's about something bigger than me. And those tremendously, that this blood become the unstoppable, monstrous, murdering spawn of its power. Ah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do some brainstorming then. What? could the two of them have given each other to make that worthwhile? What would me and Sheila have? Which one of them knows Larlock? Okay, clarification, because mm -hmm. you have yeah. put these puzzle pieces together already. I'm just reiterating them. Um, you know that only technically two people have ever met with the Lich King. Yes. And survived. One is the ruler of Thay. The other one Ray of is Manchun. Sasha just said that knows that Larlock held the blood of this god. And oh if she looks god. at her other notes, somewhere in there there's she can figure out who that god is. Um you, is it Is it Ball's blood? It is Ball's blood. It's Ball's blood. That's so bad. Ball's? So what you're telling me is Manchun... B-A-A-L. It's still Ball's. The death <laughs> cleric that so, killed So you're telling me that he may have had taken this blood and given it to the Rose. What the fuck would possess him? Say that limerick again that you just said about imbibing the essence or whatever it was. Um... All those that become of this blood become the unstoppable, monstrous, murdering spawn of its power. They become ball spawn. That's how he came back to life previously. Okay, but what can ball spawn do besides the fact that's a hilarious name? They bring him back to life. They They're incredibly powerful individuals that marched across the land and in his name. And through them, he was brought back. Okay, so we've learned that they can bring people back, but like but as murdering, killing machines. Right. What? Like, like, like they're really magical. They're real but beefy can, boys. Like they're just like enormous. If I'm assuming correctly, I think a huge issue is that they're going to bring Ball back. Potentially. I they've see. already brought Bane and back. And if they bring Ball back, they've got him where they can kill him. And then they have all three. Because both of us have seen Mercule. Mm -hmm. I've witnessed the corpse of Bane. If they bring back Ball and we kill him, that's the all dead three. three. Did we not? 
But what do you mean? When we or were they just clerics? Just clerics. Okay. Yeah, just you just clerics. saw people that were, okay. like, it, Got were, it. were a part of the cult of the dead. Three. Okay. Yep. They're trying to consume the power of the dead three. I would think so. Which but would then mean... that ties that into the cult, and we don't know that they're affiliated. But they might be. This seems like more evidence that they probably are. And if they are, having control of the dead three means that whenever anyone dies... They, would... they claim them. They just walk right into the hands. Oh, no. George Forsworn. We have he's to... the one consuming no, them. No, they walk into the hands of Mercule. We have to go there. He's collecting spirits. We have to go to Skullport. That place sounds. I'll get us a map. Not great. It's wonderful, truly, but. No. Skullport? I mean, come on. That's fair for you. (laughs) (laughs) That scared me, too. Uh, can you tell tensions are high? So. <laughs> God, that got me. That's my, that's my heart rate. Oh, that checks. Uh, I, I, so, so tell, me, tell me about this stardust that you mentioned. It's apparently a lot like hero dust, only it only affects people who have the weave. It's and it and it allows more control over the individual who's using it. What is the weave? They have Magic. more control or someone oh. has more control over them. I thought you meant hair extensions. No. That would be really cool if it only worked on people with hair extensions. Yeah. I've had a few. <laughs> I wish I had seen that. Oh, um, that was back, 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 back sorry. on topic. Yeah. yeah. What was the question? I could poke around Blackstaff Tower to see if there's any secret trading in there going on. The question is, does it get, you said it gives them more control, more Over the individual the who ingests I it, think or it, someone it, controlling that? It wasn't specified to me, but from the way that, that it was said to me, it sounded like the individual has it, has more control. The problem is, even though it doesn't morph them and have all the bad sides of Harrow Dust, it does make, in their words, the flesh weaker. And more malleable. Yeah, and more malleable. Could that have been tied to the individuals that were working at the tannery that had those things? Oh. Shit. Well, well, when I banished, I casted a banishment spell on one of those people. That, the, their growth disappeared and they slumped to the ground. Dead. Right, because it's a far realm thing and if it's May- refined hero dust, it's connected to the far realm. Yeah. That tracks. I have to find some of it. Just don't use it. I won't. Okay. Until I know that it's perfect. It's also made with something called Hosper. Do I know what Hosper is? Any idea? uh, Let me make sure that's correct. Okay, yeah. And then, yes, you can roll. Cool. That's all I wanted to hear. (laughs) But yeah, so when it comes to the the layout of the powers (laughs) in town... And the criminal powers in town, Zintarum and Xanathar are really the two. Okay. Zintarum, however, reaches across the planet. Xanathar is pretty much water deep only. Yeah, and okay. the Zintarum, like Harold said, have been known to assist in saving people. But mostly when Xanathar's... it's only going to be like, okay, everybody dies. Yeah. Now yeah. we'll step There's up. When it, when it really benefits them. Yeah. When yeah. It, more when it messes with their 
Mm-hmm. But you would know that when it messes with their business. All yeah. right, yeah. it's time to get involved. Business is getting messed with. Um, yeah. I, without rolling anymore, uh-huh. I would say uh, it, I I get to the drug thing. Oh, okay. just a second. Oh, cool. It, it was it's not Haas spear. It's Han spear. Han but spear. Um, you remember learning that the Zentarum help more when the Manchun isn't directly involved. So when Manchun showed up like a couple of months ago, that's when the blood war in the streets started happening and it just started everything got a lot more intense. Right. Uh, but the, the manager was there. What did you get on your Is it Arcana or Nature? History. Ooh. 29. Or Arcana. I got a natural 20. Okay. 23. Okay. I know my drugs, baby. <laughs> uh, actually, you definitely would know this one. Um, I've used it before. I wouldn't. No, I would not say that. I would not say that. I, I know like people I who use this. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it is popular among mages and other arcane spellcasters. Um, oh, it was it actually, in fact, named after a wizard from Neverwinter, which is where you heard about it. I saw a lot of people in libraries <laughs> doing this. Um... Help them study, apparently. It increases your intellect ability, typically. So it makes you your your magic typically more powerful. Okay, cool. Um, but it, it makes you more prone from physical harm. Yeah. Interesting. It makes you even more so a glass cannon. Very interesting. It's it's glass. I've done this drug once. (laughs) She like kind of lifts her necklace off of her body, and her whole like physique goes, (laughs) and then she puts it back on, and she fills out again. She's like, I've I've done that drug once, and it completely destroyed me. (laughs) I'm Uh, incredibly intelligent though. And Seishu, you would know all of that information as well. Okay. This is great. Actually, it does make sense that you would have at least tried it once. I have like 40 hit points without this necklace. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Are we going to go look into this now? we got to get a skull port. That's (sighs) our next best lead. Let's do it. Either that or... Well, first we've got to go see Bonnie. Something's going on. And um, the... You remember the... uh, the doppelganger group, the Unseen. Yeah. They were rude, right? Yeah. Or were they our friends? I no, they were rude. They were rude. They're okay. the ones we don't like. Okay. Um, they're, they're active in the cult of the Elder Eye. They're, oh, oh, come on. Or the really? Mother of Monsters. Actually, I'm sorry, it was the Mother of Monsters. Um, but she is the Harbinger, so um, we need to talk to Bonnie. Okay. Something's going on. People are declaring sides now, and it's starting to get really real, and it makes me feel as though the Harbinger is quickly approaching. Because people are starting to pick sides. They've been picking sides. We're just finally acknowledging it. That's fair. Um... But I think we need to go talk to her. Something's been troubling her. I overheard people talking about it. Let's go check it out. Okay. Harold? Yeah. 
What, uh, did you tell us about the guns? Nope. Okay. That's important to know. Yep. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, kind of scary. This whole thing's getting a little out of hand for me. The the, the lies unraveling. It's always like the, the con man's worst nightmare coming true. So I, you know, really got to sell this con still going. Do. Do you just want us to go to Skullport and sniff around for a little bit and let you take a break? Maybe go spend some time with Petunia? I mean, it wouldn't make sense if he's looking for you to take you straight to him. Yeah. Right. I don't want to leave you guys alone. We, <sighs> I pat the half-elf on the, on the back, and I'm like, Johnny here's a bard, too, so... I think Ouch! Wow. What? It's... And he pulls out a little tiny ukulele. Yes. <laughs> Is he Johnny Jobbleton? You didn't. I love you. You didn't. No! What's his full name? <laughs> what was that? What was that? I say it in Gnomish again. <laughs> I say it in Celestial. I'm sorry, what was that? It's crazy. I Don't do talk like that. Day. It sounds like choirs. Go ahead, Johnny. Play your song. <laughs> 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 yeah. And by the way, here's Wonderwall. Let's go yeah. wherever we're going. You guys lead the way. I'll follow you. Okay. Uh, you find yourselves in the lower end of the castle ward near the base of Mount Waterdeep. You can see the castle that trains the militia and holds the prisoners within the splendors lording over the city just at the base of the mountain. Also, this is Patricia. Um, Love her. Okay. Patty Mayonnaise. Uh, and as you get down there... I, I think that's mayonnaise, you're right. And she points to just like some pus coming out of the face. Ew, ew. I'm experimenting with zombies this time. Oh god. I left the, the skin off. They smell awful. Oh no, they were skeletons. Can, can you do something about the scent? We'll be good for now. And Vainly just waves her hands around. Yeah, just <laughs> so lavender. I tried to waft it away, I gave it my best. <laughs> Oh no, it's not working. I must need stardust. <laughs> but um, you enter the tavern and find well-worn boards over the floor of this plastered cobblestone wall-built tavern. Rich green tapestries and the trophies of wild game and some monstrous creatures decorate the, ger ger ah, the Germanic framed walls of the common room. I like the Germanic. It's a, an ancient Greco-Roman period, uh, noted for its architecture, uh, especially the uh, stone masonry buttresses. It's very Karina impressive. Proficiency of masonry. <laughs> I, I got this. <laughs> 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 absolute bullshit. I got that at IKEA. <laughs> Do you want to know what Patricia's talent is? I really don't. Uh, the as you all walk into the uh, the tavern, uh, the vivacious crowd clutters among the long bar stocked with many varieties of your chosen poisons. Uh, 
filled tables of, st of stout dark wood and a few booths in the darkened corners, walking around the corner effortlessly as if she knows exactly uh, where they are going to step before they do and know exactly what they want to order is a young woman with red hair, silvery green piercing eyes, and simple barmaid's clothes. However, for those of you that never have never been here, what catches your attention the most is the large, deep void of a well that sinks to the unknown depths in the center of the room. Well. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the big hole. It's the yawning portal. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Monsters jump out of it. Uh, and oh, no. sitting on the edge of the stone wall that leads down into the abyss, you see a gray, purple, uh, a gray, purple-skinned girl with stark white hair, and Harold's brother laughing. Harold, are you okay? Yeah, totally good. Terrible at lying in this exact moment. What's, Clearly, what's going on? That's my brother right there. Oh, is that a bad thing? I don't think so. It's good that he's making friends. It's bad that he's sitting on the portal. As I <laughs> say oh, that a yeah. little too loud, uh, and uh, he's, <laughs> uh, dude, he kind of like comes over like real quickly. Oh. Zombies lean in. Oh, uh, hey, um, I was actually just about to come get you. Come get me? No yeah. one believes that. Wait, I'm not going in there. No, 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 we're not going in there. Do you know Evandria? No, I don't know Evandria. Yes. You, oh, are you on a date? Yes, you do. Wait, do I know Wait, Evandria? You do. Evandria is the sassy, like, ranger. She's oh, the half-drow. Half yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, I do. The one that Putting it together, like, to fuck oh, off. if oh. your parents are working with the Doom Raiders, it makes sense that... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I know her. What are you, do you doing with her? her? What are y'all... No? You're lying to me. And you... Oh, man. Oh. Motherfucker. 22. 22? A little bit. Oh, that's cute. But he's, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, I didn't know exactly where you were, and I didn't want to, like, go by myself. It's smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vondrio is going to take me, actually, up to, she knows where your tavern is. Yeah? Yeah. Why did you need me? Because mom and dad want to talk to you. Hmm. Interesting. That right. That's never tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> you guys good without me? Yeah, we'll entertain them. I don't. I don't. I don't know yes. If that's good without us. Yeah. No, he's good. Okay. Oh, I got him. I got him. He's good. You got me. <coughs> yeah. I can. We I both insight on Seisha. And I you see it. two versions of your brother. Oh, oh shit. Can, can I roll inside? Your form's good on that. Good job. Yeah, I mean, he holds up uh, a book that's dedicated to 12. the elven deity <laughs> of re revelry. We, we went over this in Uluvin. I know, it's still impressive, though. It's very cool. Okay, thanks. Dumb? Dumb? Uh, Dumb? No! Forgetful? No! Okay. She's like the smartest person I know. It's fine. I take a step forward. Okay, do I... I see the duplicate go. <laughs> I, Harold... So much is impressed at how much they are exactly alike, and also resents how much they are exactly <laughs> alike, and will be like, "All right, fine, I will go with you too." Only problem is, is they're kind of like working along with uh, 
Mm-mm. Some nobles, so we just gotta find a way to like, you know. This is yeah, not a place to discuss I know. this. Okay. Let's go ahead and we'll go and we'll take we'll take care of things. Cool. And you see the way, uh, dude. What like the other half of him is like talking to Evandria. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She like goes to like push him into the well, and her arm goes through him. <laughs> it's like the fucking scene of Doctor Manhattan. I will walk over. I will walk over to both of them, and then I will say to everybody else, "I, I, I, I've got to go handle some things. Y'all be okay, and I'm sure everything's going to turn out just fine." What's my brother's name again? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> there might be a reason why we said and Harold's brother. Um, it's okay if you don't want to look it up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he will take his brother and Evandria outside, and then... Uh... Wow. Actually, I... before you leave, Korea just quick slap on the back. Have fun, buddy. Guidance. Do I oh, read that Seisha knows something about Harold that I don't? Because we both rolled a 12. Is that how that works? Oh, <laughs> we both rolled twelve. Yeah, so yeah. you would get a little. There's definitely a little she something. Can't hide it. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, there's tell. something. And yeah, it's weird. you can't quite pick up what it is, but there's definitely something weird going on. Uh, there's something weird happening. Yeah. Okay. okay, so above three levels, so I can do this once. I kind of, and all three of us go invisible. Dope. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And then you probably hear my brother, what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> oh, I bumped into something. <laughs> it doesn't make the world invisible. No, I know, but it's like you can't see your own yeah. body to know to dodge out of the exactly, way. Exactly, yeah. ah! Walked right into you. So, but yeah, I will cast invisibility at fifth level and make us all invisible as we okay. step outside. Got it. Uh, where'd you go? I'm right here. I've got my hand on your shoulder. Sorry, that's a boundary shoulder. Now I got my hand on your shoulder. She's just like, uh, oh, that's my shoulder. <laughs> Where are we going? I'll tell you on the way. I thought I will start heading that way. I know the city pretty well, and I can get us there a lot faster if I know where we're going. Yeah, okay. I look around. I... How? How fear? How fear? That's, that's right. it. I will whisper to her. I mean, are we really, like, he says we need to talk to them, and I know where they are, right? Yeah. Mm, we're headed to the state. I don't know. We'll find out <laughs> later. Yeah. Oh, I think that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Oh, my God. With the rest of the group at the Yawning Portal waiting to talk to Bonnie to find out what is troubling her oh as Harold <laughs> makes his way off to speak with his parents, with his brother, being oh led invisibly by... Evandria. Um, yeah. Just so everybody knows, uh, uh, Ethan will not be at the table next week, and things might be changing a little bit, but we'll keep you updated with that. Um, in the future, if you have not entered already, enter hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry gift card or a D&D Beyond Players Bundle. Uh, tonight has been It's been pretty one it's been a ride. hell of an episode, oh Daddy. God. Just it's 11.30. I'm sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> no, it was so good. It was so it was good. Amazing. I, I was actually oh, wow, You're so fun to yell at. <laughs> no, you're fun to yell at, too. <laughs> I, 
Best I didn't friendship. Yeah. Oh, that's just going to happen. I loved arguing with you. I loved thinking you were a terrible person. That's how I feel arguing with Ethan in play. Yeah. There's just something about making you angry in character that I love so much. Because he's <laughs> normally so happy like and good. And when you really. Yeah. <laughs> when you piss him off, you feel like you've accomplished something. Uh, so, do you all see a little bit of the bigger picture? Yes. Also? I see yeah. enough to make me really scared. concerned. I I'm confused. Yeah. I'm really scared to see. Because we haven't touched my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like... You decided to be from somewhere that's like nearly impossible to get to. Yeah. It's very uh-huh. far away. And but I'm we'll see if we ever get there. We have our winners. Oh, Winner of the Elders Foundry miniature is the Jadrick. And the winner of the D&D Beyond so. Players bundle is... Uh, Druid2099. Druid. Congrats to you all. We'll be in touch this week. Oh, and uh, <laughs> as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll an advantage. Good night, everybody. And that's the end of my tale for now. But come back to Troll School next week and maybe I'll have another one for you. D4 is a 5e Dungeons & Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DMs Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson. With Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbard, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsor as Harold Hovelton, Katie Adkins as V. Vetterock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodel. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. Please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at d4dndrpg as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other.